This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Over Westside, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for Westside niggas. Nothing but love. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on our Yo, what up though? Shimmy and Jay Johnson, aka the Tim Foyle Hat Titan, aka the Conspiracy Realist. A.K.A. the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles. A.K.A. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am... The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? This your man, Dame. Three underscores, 313. The West Side Landlord, the pride of PA. High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame. And the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. And welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 298 on, on you, hoes. Um, And we got a special guest this week, too, man. I'm going to jump that out because y'all watching on Spotify. We shit. just didn't want them sitting here. Just like sitting here looking like. <laughs> <laughs> it's about uh, to be my turn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do got a special guest. Um. We've been we've been watching and following for a while. I thought it was just time for us to to get him in the studio, um, but I'm gonna let him introduce himself. What's going on, man? It's the repository of Afro American folklore. Okay, Nick Varsity, the downtown king emperor. That's as far as I can go hey, with this shit. That's good enough. We appreciate <laughs> that's good enough. it. We'll we appreciate it, man. Yeah. Uh, day, man. Uh, we coming up on this 300, dog. I know. Did anybody send you any? I, I keep looking. I just want to ask. Are those Girl Scout cookies? Uh, no, that was our um, Oreos. Oh, because I'm it like, looked like Girl Scout cookies. I'm on the shit. hunt for Girl Scout I, cookies. I bought them bitches from the liquor store because uh, they looked like Girl Scout cookies. When I picked them, I'm like, oh, these Oreos. I'm like, fuck it, I'll take them. They got new Girl Scout cookies. Uh, D Rick, uh, daughter selling them online. You know, everybody doing their online shit. Uh, uh, that's right. Uh, I don't know who to buy. I'm going to buy some prior from D Rick. Buy some from everybody. Uh, one of my brothers, uh, Homer, he got some. I seen him post a link. So I'm going to probably buy some for two different ones. Who hmm. uh, who, man? That's I, the only time I actually go into gr- like grocery stores during like Girl Scout cookie season. That's a good time to go. Because I need them bitches. <laughs> I need them. time to go for Seems sure. like they should sell them bitches year round. Like, yeah. That's their hustle. Yeah. They wait, give you a season. <laughs> Create like, the demand. Right. Create the demand. Because uh, one of them companies, they made like the, the fake Samoas. Like them bitches Don't really, slap, them bitches really close, dog. They really close. It's my but favorite you, one. But you know when yeah, the real, sure. that is, but you know when the real thing hit the streets. I know. <laughs> it don't I, matter, I, it don't matter listen, what Kroger got. Yeah, right. I be right. doing a taste test. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, back and forth. I'm saying. They close? It's close, dog. It is super close, dog. So you get that box of Samoas and you bite in that bitch and you taste the difference, I'm nigga. Always, <laughs> it's not a big difference, but I'm always going to say the original for sure. Now they got some new shit like a salted caramel brownie. You can't. I don't want new shit. 
like if if they just came out with that and it wasn't associated with Girl Scouts, shit, it probably slap. Oh uh, yeah. But like I don't want you don't don't take. What it if up. it's just like amazing? Name that shit something else. Sell that shit. But don't I don't want new Girl Scout nothing. <laughs> Just OG flavors. Give me the red box, the purple box, Perfect. the green box. Yeah. You know, I get a little tag, a little, little basic one, dropping them some milk. You know what I'm saying? But, like, that's it. The OG flavors. That's it. Hell yeah, man. Uh, how, how was your week, my brother? Man, week was cool. Week was cool. Ain't nothing crazy going on this week. That's good, man. I don't uh, think so, at least. Nothing, nothing that, like, comes to mind. You know, I, you always got some wild shit going on. I did not man. have to fully work Martin Luther King Day. You know, that's I was bitching up. about that last week. But my boss called us, you know, my my day started at 8. Was it a white person? No, she black. Okay, well, shout out to her. <laughs> yeah, you know? my boss called us around 9 o'clock, and she was like, I just need y'all to do something, and then you can sign off. And I was like, shit, I'm in the middle of finishing payroll. Once once I did that, you know, I celebrated from my bedside. Yeah, you know, we got to celebrate Martin Luther the King. Yeah. Uh, nobody uh, took me up on my offer. Uh no, there is not a picture of Martin Luther King anywhere on earth with him in snow. Damn, I didn't even realize that. So, everybody went to MLK ski weekend. God damn you. Uh, <laughs> the nigga ain't We should have went. No. We should have went. Never, that shit, I've never been, but it looked crazy. It looked fun. Yeah, it looked like a time. Niggas not skiing. They, you in the house, you in the lodge all day sipping. drinking. Hey, yeah. man, go to the weekend smoking, before fucking after. with hoes. Like. <laughs> in, in MLK name. <laughs> like, man, that nigga on wild. We all take a bus up there together. Now that's, oh, now we gonna get on the bus. <laughs> that's what niggas do. They take, they, they take big ass <laughs> He started the bus together. boycott. And now you niggas getting on buses going to play in the snow. It's, it's a charter bus. Whatever, dog. Whatever. Man. Meet you little meet you little freak for the weekend. That's right up your alley. In the name of Coretta Scott King. This is not how you Do you, you believe to in do. my dreams like Coretta bitch? It's, it's, part, yeah. it's part of it. Oh man, it's not it's not right, all right? Sharif voice. Nobody can up a picture, so nobody got a cash app. The nigga ain't never I don't know if he ever seen snow in his life. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't. He did a lot of marching in the South. Yeah. He did most of his work down there. Yeah. I, I just don't know. You know what I mean? The yeah. equator was strong back then <laughs> when you right. weren't getting no snowstorm. Nigga from ATL. You know they're not snowing and shit like that. So. Not the um, equator. What you call that? The, the layer. Uh, ozone layer. Ozone layer. <laughs> the equator. The equator. Like, All right, I'll let you rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This week was cool, man. You know, God sent me some blessings. You know what I'm saying? You know, writing ships. And writing wrongs that have been done in the universe, you know what I'm saying? People done did you wrong? Of course, man. You want you want to throw them out there? No, okay. but like I, I tell you what, though, it's a it's a um, it's an interesting feeling knowing somebody has quote unquote air quotes won or like got something over you. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't like for a nigga to think he got something over me and uh. Like in the grand scheme of things, it's not gonna be what happened. But like you think that you, that you got me, and like I, don't, you know, I don't, I don't like that. But you know, it is what it is. I don't. I mean, one of them this ain't that situation. Yeah, yeah. but you know, <laughs> it is what it is, dog. Yeah. All right. Now listen, man. Earlier in the week, uh, you said you had this uh, uh, a conspiracy theory. I do. Now you know I don't call them conspiracy theories. They conspiracy realies, which is why I'm the conspiracy so, realist. So let me give a little backstory, and I'm just going to be completely transparent. I got my hands on some really good weed. 
mean, <laughs> top tier shit. Damn. Somebody gave it to me. Sativa oh, or indigo or I just hope we're getting me high. Oh, okay. you know, I'm, I, I ain't even. This nigga don't look at labels. <laughs> Pass me the <laughs> <laughs> y- Y'all don't get that joke. <laughs> you know, I just, if I get high and it smells strong, that's good enough for me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? My yeah. kids ain't home, nigga. I, he don't know if he about to be up or down. Right. Just like, Fuck it. I just don't want to be this. <laughs> don't be right. <laughs> Yo, and I smoke during the day at work since I work from the crib. Like, nigga, I, I get my wake and bake You know, home. people can hear this. And see it. They don't know where I work at. <laughs> yeah, I'm just well. Saying. I allegedly <laughs> smoke from the house. You know, I like a little tea because I don't I don't drink coffee and shit. Oh my bad. I like a little tea because I don't drink coffee. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's how I start my wake and bake. Maybe a little, maybe some cereal, oatmeal. I'm a light eater in the morning because this the stomach ain't what it used to be. But anyway, I got a hold of some really good weed, so I've been smoking more often than I normally do all, right. all week long. And I came up with this. It made sense to me once I saw some information mm. that, yo, I believe they sending out these at home COVID tests. And somehow, some way, when you swab that shit up your nose, it's going to be some type of like vaccine for that shit. Oh. That's the way you get everybody to take it. Because niggas just want some free shit. And let me see if I let me see if I got it at the crib. That's something to think about. Nope. Uh, I thought you was going somewhere with us. I'm yeah. glad I let you get this off. Yeah. Number two, because I have a, a part two. Yeah. And this is more true. You know, uh Gates and what's his homeboy and Sonos uh-huh. have invested in one of these at home test companies. Mm. The US is just the guinea pig to get these shits to work. They're talking about global health. If it work here, you just sell that shit to other countries and now problem resolved. The what's the problem? COVID, nigga. <laughs> if them niggas can knock down but the, the th- numbers. But, but time out. Think about what you just said. Because the nigga that you named first, his his issue or the problem Pop- here population control. Yeah, he think it's yeah. too many niggas. We gotta get rid of three billion people. Yeah. So yeah, you you so what I thought you was going with this shit. Like I haven't had I haven't had COVID. I've been ducking it. You see that little meme with like the walking dead, like niggas who done made it to 2022 yeah. without getting it and shit. I didn't yeah. even took a test. Cause like I didn't I, I haven't. I think it's gonna be a little splash of COVID in all the fucking tests. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody gonna be shoving them bitches up their nose that is and watch theory. the watch the numbers spike. Niggas gonna be falling out left and right. Nigga, put a little splash of COVID on there. And, and them tests give a lot of false positives. So I mean, I just don't you know when you <laughs> When you start doing shit at home, it's 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 a risk that it's gonna get fucked up. Yeah, because false negatives and shit. Yeah. <laughs> niggas not niggas not really even reading directions that tough. You know niggas what I'm saying? Don't take that shit out I'm like, <laughs> it's not gonna go on your nose, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's hard to get them off. Like niggas fuck up pregnancy tests every day. That's true. Every fucking day. Nigga, they fuck up. I don't know. <laughs> Eat you a everything bagel and go take I you a you drug test, nigga. Stick. How you messed that up? Not all of them are just that simple, Jay. I don't know. Some I, brands, I ain't never been pregnant. So. Some, brand, <laughs> some brands are better than others. <laughs> so they're not all that simple. All right. Mm. Yeah, so I was thinking of other. I thought they gonna. I'm thinking I'm gonna splash a little bit of COVID on that little strip. You know what I'm saying? Maybe when they send it to them third world countries, I can see that happening. Damn, that's crazy. You think they gonna do us better? Like oh because like I don't get it. Get rid of three bit. Get rid of three, three billion, billion niggas that don't nobody give a fuck about. Man. Knock off a third of China, third of Eastern Europe, 
And oh. a third in them African nations. There you go. That's heavy. Yeah, that's that's really that's really diabolical. That's heavy, yeah. Um, is is it possible though? I mean, it's been in effect. Okay. Yeah. I mean, for years and I mean, you know, I can get into this shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like it's been it's been in effect for quite some time. Uh they want it's too many people. This global warming my nigga, it's not fixing it. There's I, nothing you about to do right now that's about to fix this shit. In fact, niggas is just playing with your emotions, making it look good. Like I was watching this documentary by Michael Moore and another gentleman from Michigan. He was talking about how this all this green shit, like this shit all cap. <laughs> like it looked good, but like it's 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 all cap. Because all right, fine, we about to go to electric cars and shit, right? Okay. Well, where are they gonna get the power to from the plant? Nigga, that shit still running on fossil fuel. Mm. They can run off of ethanol. I mean, that that would be the logical thing, right? If you yeah. forget electric cars, let's make this shit run off of essentially corn. That's what I, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, then we can be good. But, like, I ain't no money in that. I still need your money. I mean, original cars was made to, to be run honest, off ethanol. Electric cars scare the fuck out of me. Yeah, me too. Because I feel like. They're going to turn your shit off. I don't like the. That, that is what I can't deal with. Yeah. Like, how far can I push this battery? And, like, for real, we're. Where the fuck I'm station. supposed to charge this yeah, bitch at? Yeah, it's too much. How about that? Because, you know, I'm always thinking fucked up situations and shit. Uh, I can turn the power off, and I know niggas can't go nowhere, right? Yeah. Maybe you had a charge. I, I know there's no charging station, blah, blah, blah. Nigga, you don't know if I got gasoline somewhere. You don't know where the fuck I'm at. You know what I'm saying? So I, I get it. I'm the technology nigga. Ch- I turn the lights off, shit. turn everything off. Nigga, too. And, nigga, if you had one of them charging stations in your house, that shit got to be a motherfucker on that DTE That's what bill. I was thinking about. That was the first thing I thought about. <laughs> Charge that fucking car? <laughs> yeah, that got to be. Two, three times a week? Nigga, Oof. your bill be like $1,000 a month. Like, Oof. this shit don't even make sense, dog. Like, you want everything to be electric? Nigga, we went through the power outage, what, 2008? Was that? Or was that like 03? It was like 03. Yeah, 03. Yeah, 03. Matter of fact, yeah, that was, that was 03. Yep. August of 03. Yeah, yep. that's what it was. Yeah, I remember uh, that. My nigga, no. <laughs> like, I don't want nobody to have that much power, dog. Or a fucking solar flare. I don't want nobody to have that much fucking power, dog. Because all your shit, last fucking winter, uh, got, goddamn governor told everybody to turn their shit down to 60 because you was using too much power in the winter. I remember that. Niggas froze, too. So you mean to tell me not you want my house, <laughs> not my motherfucking house. So you mean to tell me you want everybody to go get a fucking electric car now, an electric everything? Come on, man, get the fuck out of here. Though. So you can regulate that. Come on, man. Mm. They be like, you said what? You voted for who? Man, turn this nigga power off. This <laughs> <laughs> nigga can't go to work, can't do nothing. We don't, we don't want you going nowhere. They shut that shit the fuck down. Yeah. Nigga getting his self-driving car. Hey, hey bring that nigga here. <laughs> as oh. soon as you get in the car, he you come in here. Lock you in on some like if you got a fugitive warrant? or yeah. Oh. Damn. I ain't think about that either. That's oh, it's not oh, you gonna get your tags uh replaced today. Nigga, we're gonna drive you here. <laughs> Did it electronically take all of the money from your account? That, that's, oh. a, that's another thing that fuck with me, like self-driving cars. Like, nigga, I'm a driver. Yeah. Like, I prefer to drive myself anywhere yeah, than I let somebody it. else drive. Like, And I got to trust the person that's driving enough. Like, when I go on the road, I'll be the man. I'll drive until I just can't. Like, now, I feel you. If I can remove, like, all the nefarious and evil shit possible, yo, this technology shit is fucking great. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, yeah. Cause it's gonna be a lot safer if the if the quote unquote machine is driving for you. Like it's gonna be safer. But like we talking about man. 
<laughs> yeah. Like anybody. That shit gonna turn into a Batman movie real fucking quick. Somebody. <laughs> we seen this movie. It's called iRobot. Yeah. We we see we also we seen, seen this shit Total called, Recall. Uh, I just watched this shit. <laughs> what was uh, Terminator Two? Demolition pre- Man. The pre-crime. Yep. Uh, what was it called? Oh, uh, the report. Oh, Minority Report. Yeah, yeah, I just watched it like two weeks ago. Crazy that title. Crazy. They was like, right? That title is nuts. Like we reporting all you niggas. Yeah, basically that's what I got from it. His car was taking his ass to the to the police station. Yeah. Like nah, I'm straight. Nigga, your car turn on you. Be talking that motherfucker like you, you Come on, bitch Bessie. made nigga. <laughs> oh, what was the one car? What was the movie? It was a horror flick. Yeah, Christine. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That was Balky, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Balky Bartokovic. Yeah, he played the, the nigga driving Christine. They've been easing way, that concept on us for a minute. Yeah, man. I, 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 I mean, since we're hearing shit right now, uh, fuck it. Uh, we, I've been talking about this shit. For a couple of weeks, but I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna keep saying it. Now we is getting led followers in the herd running over the cliff with all this metaverse. This nigga, you su- shit. I sent you that shit where that nigga was selling real estate in the metaverse. That's now, crazy. now, 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 listen to what I'm saying though. I'm not saying that tech technology behind NFT is bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if I can write a, a contract. And everything is connected. So when this song gets played, I got it written. So I get my stream immediately. The whole like that's not quote unquote bad at all, mm-hmm. right? What I'm saying is the shit that they selling you. That's all up and down my timeline. That shit is whack, my nigga. Yeah. Like I log into Twitter yesterday, and Twitter gave me a splash screen about. Um, buying an NFT and using it as my profile pic. Yeah, I just got that today. I'm like. And t- how you do it, and it'll it'll come up like a a hexagon or some shit, so people will know. I don't fucking want to buy some fucking random cartoon character just just a stunt. Yeah. Like this shit means nothing to me. Because guess what I'm gonna do? Any nigga who buy an NFT and put that shit as they they little icon, I'm screenshotting that shit, and it's about to be my icon immediately. Mm. I don't have to. Niggas act like because they said NFT, people are automatically going to start paying for things. Yeah, that was yes. Meek posted like, yo, <clears throat> um, I'm about to drop my new project as an NFT. I can really say what I want. Niggas not buying your project off iTunes right now. Why you think I'm going to get you $15 for your, to hear your music? We didn't want to pay for music, which is how this shit. Like, it's streaming, yeah. But maybe you get something exclusive if you purchase it as. The one person, and then I'm going to put that shit on the internet and everybody's going to have it. That's how it works. That's how Kazaa, LimeWire, all that shit work. Yes. I, I think that Wu-Tang album was like the first. For me, I felt like that the one that sold for like a million yeah. or two million. That like nobody the, ever heard. Nobody ever heard. Because old white boy bought it. Yeah. And he kept his promise. I and he guess. went to prison. So he in prison right now. In, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. the Martin Skeller, Skeller, whatever his name yeah. is. He had, he owned like an HIV drug. He jacked the price up. Oh, I think shit. it was like an EpiPen that he jacked. A, no, it was some. Uh, but what's so crazy is because he did an interview. He was on the breakfast club. He was like, yeah, I jacked that shit up. But if you need it, you can have it for free. Wow. And I'm charging the fucking insurance company. Like, but if you need it, I can get it to you for free. But the headline was like, yo, he jacked that shit up 500%. Like, I, didn't, just, I didn't know about the free part. If I'm just yeah. charging the fucking insurance company, fuck it. You got to pay. Who the fuck cares? It ain't real money. But yeah. if you need it and you ain't got insurance, nigga, I'll give it to you for free. Oh, I didn't know that about that part. Yeah, he, free he, ball. He, and I, I, 
when he was on the Breakfast Club, he even said that shit. But like that's when this was prime time, Charlotte. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Ten years ago, whatever how long it was, you know what I'm saying? But like, yeah. I'm not with the, I, I'm not with how they explain it. So listen, this is what I'm really worried about. Okay. For artists who, you know, NFT this and NFT that. Nigga, just because it's an NFT don't mean it's a good contract, nigga. You ain't gonna never be able to get out of your contract now. Yeah, that's true. Like now, I own every time you make anything, I'm getting a I'm getting a percentage of this shit forever. So now the record label can create an NFT contract that you probably can't never get out of. Yeah. And it's virtual. That's what make it worse. It's like we're not gonna be able to touch like everything is gonna be And how do you even make sure that you validate it, right? Yeah. Because in order for that to work, everybody has to be involved. Right? So your NFT is all right, bet every time I sell an album, this is gonna automatically go into my account. Okay, well, is Spotify in on it too? Because who gonna tell Spotify to send you the money to the NFT company or like then who's gonna tell Deezer and who's gonna tell Apple like this got to be a thing where everybody in the, everybody everywhere just got to be like, yes, we agree at the exact same time. Otherwise, it's just that shit sound good on paper. But how do you make how do you enforce that? It's like when niggas sign a publishing deal, the publisher would deal with, you know, those other companies. I was watching you sign an NFT deal now. I was watching. The, um, it's got to be a terrible type of 360 oh, yeah. deal. Oh, yeah. I was watching the, you know, all the senators and shit. They go and listen and nigga was trying to explain to the Senate committee how NFTs work, trying to get the basics of it because in order for this to be the future, the government has to get involved right. and they have to understand it. So if the basic level people can understand it, I know the 80 year old politician who don't even know how to work their fucking iPhone, he was breaking it down. I got what he was saying. He broke it down on a very basic level, mm. but this is a, a process that, some key black figures are pushing everybody into like slow down man yeah just slow down yeah it don't this don't have to happen tomorrow even though they're telling you nigga generational wealth don't don't be left out don't let me (laughs) it's a scam yeah the influencer is definitely pushing it right now i've been selling for 20 years i do this shit for like i know a scam (laughs) i know a sales pitch when i sell i I teach people how to sell. i I don't think it's a scam but i think (laughs) Nigga selling you a virtual real estate so yeah. you can have a, a virtual place next to Snoop Dogg for four hundred thousand. That's a scam, That's crazy, my nigga. Bro. A nigga bought a virtual spot next to Snoop Creek. That's a whole different type of scam. That's a scam. Right there. Yeah, that's. Um, that's a scam and the money. fact that i don't know too much about it i'm offended by it <laughs> like to me it's like playing grand theft bit. auto with real money yeah or sims bro that's yeah. that i'm i'm i stay away from shit like that like right. sims grand theft like i played grand theft auto but then like i was changing my player clothes one day i was like Why could, i ain't even changed my shit yet <laughs> like you know what i'm saying like I but that's know. like all right boom that's a that's a perfect example you and grand theft auto and shit right yeah uh Vice City, and you a millionaire in that motherfucking shit, right? Your, yeah. All your cars, everything look dope. Yeah. And then a new one come out, and that shit ain't, we don't even play that one no more, my nigga. <laughs> right. Then what? You just bought $400,000 worth of digital houses, and nigga, we not even logging into that game no more. Yeah. What is you talking about? I mean, do they patch you into the upgrade, or do you just None of this shit exists lose. yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's like, there isn't a quote-unquote one thing called the metaverse. So right now you've been sold on people are being sold on it as if, yeah, this is a, it ain't it ain't to get it ain't it ain't made yet. One of my homies told me his boy bought a uh 
some tickets to a, a, a Brooklyn Nets game. Mm. Where because the Nets got the full on the Oculus, yeah. they got the full 360 view, yeah. And it, you literally like just above them while they playing, yeah. And I'm just like, I just want to watch the game like a normal person, bro. Like, I don't want to TV, yeah, yeah. bro. Now, like, it's the scam, like, yo, this shit look 3D, nigga. Real life is 3D, right. <laughs> like, exactly. what? you don't want to see it in real life, you want to see a cartoon version of what's actually happening, yeah. what. I, I can play 2K if that's what it's gonna look like. Yeah. Fuck it. Just put the Nets versus. Yeah. Like, watch. We gonna get into, we gonna get into this shit. Them niggas not even gonna be playing in real life. They just gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's simulate. Okay. Simulate. Man. Like you might as well just. That's like you playing 2K and you you don't pick a person. You just watch the computer play for all season. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. I don't think it's gonna get that. We gonna Ooh. neglect. We gonna neglect our physical shells that's our the, physical temples for and that's this. the scam they that's is. what i think this yeah game. bro like we've that's, seen this movie before though <sighs> niggas start neglecting their physical well-being for yeah, the metaverse bro. yeah and then that's a part of the whole population control <laughs> shit too because you so focused on your digital virtual shit. yeah and why you buying all your digital because they keep selling me uh, via my timeline I won't say the company Or the people Because mm-hmm. I mean for the most part I like what they doing They be trying to help folks With stocks and bonds oh, I, 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 But some of this shit It feel too Too much scammy You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying Like you selling me something I know what a sales pitch is Yeah But like It's not I don't Come on man Like stop <laughs> Like come on man Like I, I know what this is Not a whole thing right now The new hustle From you know These us is everybody selling classes and courses right my master class yeah sell me a ma- i'm gonna oh, sell yeah. you a master class on how to how to do this how to do that and i i think like i i, I dislike you especially <laughs> if you like one of the the, the quote-unquote black leaders or some shit who trying to push like information and shit but once you people come to you for it you start charging them for it yeah like damn my nigga like i thought you was if you wasn't branding this for the culture and all that like you're trying to do the help Nigga, this is a sales pitch. Yeah. I was taught, man, if you don't, if you got information and you don't share it, you just as evil as the darkest evils of the world. Facts. It's supposed to flow through you, not stop yeah. at you. You know what You're I'm right. saying? So, You're right. Because yeah. the information is free and what you do with it ain't going to be what I do with yeah. it. Like, it's enough money out here for all of us. Yeah. I shouldn't have to hoard it or put it in a package with a book <laughs> and, a, and a fucking DVD in order to get niggas to take it. Like, I think ideas are living breathing things you know what i'm saying so when you got the idea that's in your head and um you don't do it you be like damn another nigga uh had it no that idea left you yeah because the idea wants to be birthed yeah i am insert whatever it is i need to be birthed i went to dame dame didn't do nothing with it so now that shit went to the next nigga you be like that nigga stole my idea no nigga that idea left you yeah. it wanted to be it wanted to come to fruition that's a bar and chose you to do it. That's a bar. And you didn't do it. You somebody else took advantage <laughs> of it. So no. nigga, that's a that's a level of regret that I don't I don't want to be. I don't want to wake up seventy and looking <laughs> looking looking at. I seen I seen this uh, tweet today. Something about a nigga like back in eleven, like Bitcoin was like had dropped to like two dollars and seventy cents. Me. Uh-huh. And, and he like was eight dollars, nigga. And he was like, I, "I'm glad I got out when I did." And now that shit has, you know, was flipped it? over exponentially. That shit been dropping like a motherfucker in the last month. But, it has, but but they was asking like, "Is he dead?" And then it was like, "I'm dead inside." <laughs> oh, man, because that's a 
That would that regret be the motherfucker. Yeah. You look over at that woman that you ended up marrying, but you know, you know that's not the one that lit your fire back in the day. And now, but you would you would you would Sandra though, because that's your baby. But she didn't do it for you. I started following this Bitcoin nigga on on YouTube and shit. He he do a couple updates every day, and I just realized you know you don't know what the fuck you talking about. (laughs) Like you try he, You get on this motherfucker Every morning And try to predict The unpredictable This shit not based On nothing my nigga He like yo today This is the time to die. The next day That shit went down Even lower Well you gotta buy now Because now you gotta Buy the dip Yeah nigga This shit keep dipping then, No today is gonna go up Then it go up See I told you Nigga but you also said Four other things That was wrong yesterday Like it's okay For you not to know We can't control Crypto yeah. It's not based It's not a stock market Like it's not based what are you basing it on? Like yeah. it's so volatile. So you getting up here like you the fucking authority. Oh yeah, tomorrow. Cause look at this chart. Look at this crap, nigga. You have no idea what this shit gonna do tomorrow. Yeah. Like none of us do. And it's so I would rather but you look, tell man, me that and just say, listen, you we know for a fact that year over year. But you say it in an excited tone. You put on your best suit, fold your <laughs> arms real hard. Niggas uh-huh. gonna niggas gonna believe it. You yeah. get their emotions involved. Yeah. That's a sales technique right there. Niggas buy off emotion. Yeah. Yeah. You people, get them emotions involved and they all in. Some people That's selling true. themselves. Cause yeah. I need this shit to work. Cause I fuck my I put all my money in this. So yeah, nigga, this gonna work, my nigga. Yeah. This why? Cause look. Same with online gambling. Oh man! When everybody put in with that one person, <laughs> I guarantee the parlays you the Car- be kicking niggas' asses. The Cardinals day. gonna beat the Rams. I Mich- guarantee it. Michigan up three point something billion off of uh, online gambling this year nigga. in Michigan. This like oh, I, think I saw that because niggas is addicted to that shit for real. That's better than the casino. <clears throat> the casino used to be it. Now I ain't even gotta leave my house for these parlays, bro. They tell you. Gamble, gamble, come on, gamble, 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 gamble. We'll gamble. give you free money. Gamble, right? You give you free money to gamble. Gamble, Niggas gamble. Giving out fake testers, though. and then hit you with the if you got gambling problems. <laughs> <laughs> like God, damn, you just peer pressure. That's why I tell you they they giving out fake testers and shit. Mm. Yo, we'll give you two hundred dollars to bet with. But technically, if you win off this, the money that you win is only free money to bet more in the game. You can't like cash it out. Yeah, I'm like, well. My nigga, this is well, I'm, I'm just practicing. Yeah. It's 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 an NFT. It's free virtual money. <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> that's all that is. It's free virtual. Like, money. Niggas like yo, you you can't you you can win, but that winnings ain't actually your money to pull. Yeah, you can just like bet again. You can win more it's money credit. in the metaverse. <laughs> yeah, it's credit. Right. Yeah, that's what that shit is. Like yo, this shit <clears throat> is wild. Dog. Yeah, niggas be betting. So I don't I don't sports bet because like that, neither. I can't keep up with it. Yeah. You know, I be seeing them niggas break their heart, get their heart broken on parlays every day. Yo, that should be ruining sports mm-hmm. for me, bro. Like, I I tried it and, like, end up hating niggas. Like, <laughs> they be like the first nigga to, you get paid off the first nigga that score. Nigga, I, I don't even want to predict that yeah, shit. Like, yo, or you get paid a nigga going to have a double the, double. Couple niggas in my group chat didn't have a wonderful week mm-hmm. on shit like that. Like, in real life, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. the thing is, so I never understood. And they put that money right back in. I never understood when they was like, "Yo, bet and make the game more interesting." I didn't. I didn't get that because I didn't. I didn't used to bet. Mm-hmm. So the first year I played like some Super Bowl squares and shit. Like this is the most exciting fucking game oh, in the damn. world okay. because you basically 
when you got your number, you just want them to score the next time so you can get your what they score in with a three or two, whatever. So you look at like, oh shit, it's all it's about to happen, it's about to happen. Like, I'm like, I'm all the way. I'm like, okay, I get that shit. Nigga, remember but that like, year where the Steelers won the Super Bowl? I think I don't know who they beat, but James Harrison had that like yeah. Oh yeah. Nigga, I had yeah. I had like the square at the end of the quarter that was like a thousand dollar jackpot. Nigga, and I won. Oh, sorry. I won. Nigga, I won the first two to three times I played Super Bowl Squares. I ain't won since. But, <laughs> but like, hey, but like, I don't, I didn't bet a couple times on, uh, on FanDuel, whatever that shit is, man. Yeah. I'm up like $45, so I'm tapped out. Like, all right, nigga. <laughs> I, I'm up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not about to fuck with that. I shit. did the MGM shit. In the beginning of the football season, just because MGM tried to give me some fake money this week, yeah, <laughs> and you got to use this shit by the tiff, yeah, yeah. Like, what I pulled out, they putting the pressure right. on you, nigga. They want, they want you, like yeah. you better use this money in, in seven days. Yeah, we want you. Yeah, come on in the MGM. Now <laughs> niggas can have gambling problems and ain't even got to leave the house secretly. <laughs> That's crazy. But niggas been, you know, every, all right, bet five dollars every day on a long shot. Nigga bet five one seven hundred thousand. It's like all right, nigga. Yeah, that. that yeah. But it's, it's that. It's the casino, my niggas. Yeah. You putting five dollars into the slots and just pulling that bitch all night. It's the same theory. Yeah. It's really the same. Yes, somebody is. The odds will eventually be in somebody's favor. Yeah. But nigga, they done racked in so much money by the time it is in your favor. Yeah. We ain't lose. At all. <laughs> we ain't lose shit. At all. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I'm just tired of this shit, dog. Um, <laughs> uh, it was two things. I don't know. One of them was going to be my whose man's this, but I'm not going to do it whose man's this. This not going to be it. But I just want to get this shit off my chest because this shit irritates the fuck out of me. All right. So listen. Um. It's all right to be yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's all right not to try to be like cooler than you are or younger than you are um, or use the little kid slang and shit like that. Like shit that, that, that we use. I'm cool with my with my slang, my every my everything. So these niggas dropped this pushing peace song. Now every nigga I, I know like shit. I is like trying to shit. Add, add, like why the fuck are you this weak? <laughs> like so you you heard future say a new word and now you gonna try to immediately want to you want to use the word that shit I, is lame as fuck to me though. So let me say a few things about pushing Pete. Number one, I don't give a fuck what it means. I don't care because I'm <laughs> I'm not gonna use the shit. Yeah. And when I hear other niggas talking like that, I know them not niggas I fuck with. Oh yeah. So I'm not yeah. I'm not in their conversations. <laughs> Number two, that's like I, you you are old because that shit makes absolutely no sense to you. No, if a nigga called you an ops and said you was pushing pee, I'd be like, young nigga, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> it's get not the even fuck a, out of my face. It's not even about knowing what it is or what it is. It's the fact that a nigga said it in a song like a week or so ago, and now everybody wants to go and you look like a follower. Was it Future that said it or was it on Gunner album? Uh, well, Gunner was on the Breakfast Club explaining like yeah, that's, that's but not it's pee. a song. Yeah, I'm like, but like. Now everybody, I just want to. I'm gonna say, I want to say, like you look like I want to say that I want to. I want to ride the new wave. Trendy. I want to ride the new wave. Mm -hmm. What's the new word? I want to use it. Yes. Because I want to be cool. Like what? A lot of people ain't comfortable in their own skin, man. So they just looking for their next thing to make them look like they they on they on the end. But yeah. I'm cool with yeah. not being involved. Yeah. With that shit. I don't. I don't want to. Yeah. Like I don't give a fuck what it was. Like you don't like. It came out yesterday, and now you want. Hey, 
I just want to say it. The caption. Look is, at me. Yeah. Now everybody uh, look at my emojis. I'm put, like, come on. You're not P, nigga. That's and you know what's funny? I've been player my whole life. That that's it. That's that's really what it is. They it not look, it, it just it just look real like to me. What it looks like to me. I'll tell you this. One time I lost respect for one of the homies and shit. I never got it back either. Uh, it's hard to regain respect. Yeah, it's over. Once it's gone, it's- we was out and about in a place, and uh, some niggas walked in, and I seen them adjust his shirt, um, so he can show his watch off. Oh, no. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, "Yo, you really want to be? You really want to be seen cool by these niggas? Because you think them niggas is cool? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the. I'm like." And that's what it looked like when when whatever insert new song with a funny saying or some shit come out. Mm-hmm. When you act like that's your regular vocabulary, the very next day you yeah. look like the nigga trying to show us watch off to the other niggas. Yeah, and I don't I don't like that. Ross dropped a like a little short video yeah. talking about like niggas standing around at the bar and at the club trying to, trying to impress other niggas. Yeah, that's ain't got no women in your section. I made a song about that actually that I plan on dropping this spring. But oh, I was about to say if you got an exclusive, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad, bro. It's, it's the bad. truth because us, you know, we we here now, but like I see you all around the city. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I see your pictures everywhere. You know, you, when you claim to be the king of downtown, you you can you can challenge some niggas to that shit. Yeah. So I mean, you be everywhere. Mm-hmm. How does? How does it feel to be like out and about and hear your music? Uh, I ain't gonna lie, man. It's amazing for me because I would do it for, I know this sounds cliche, but I would do it for free, mm. you know? So even if nobody heard me, I started off on a talk boy. So for me, Ooh, you know what I'm that's saying? Old. That's I started old. off on a talk boy. So for me, it's like, I'm gonna always feel like that's the, that's what's gonna give me that extra push that, to feel good about what I'm doing because my song, my shit don't sound like nobody else's. So it's hard to, the city tough. Yeah. If you ain't following suit, then you a hater or you, so I guess supposed to be lame or whatever. Yeah. You're not in the in crowd. So I do my own thing. So to hear people playing it, listening to it, see stickers and stuff like that, it's, it's fire to me. That's I ain't gonna saying. lie. Man, let's find out, uh, speaking to our audience, introduce them to yourself. Like who was Nick Varsity? What you what, what side of town you grew up on? So I'm from the the Lower East Side, but we call it downtown. You know, okay. So <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> that's funny. That's pretty much because we used to walk downtown. We could walk to Renaissance. We could walk to Shane Park. We could walk to go. go we used to go like I go on dates. We I walked and meet the girl, like down the Pizza Populous. Yeah, we used, I used to have this argument all the time. Is the, is downtown the East Side or is downtown downtown? It's like Lower East, because especially if you're talking about uh, in correlation with Woodward, you know how they say everything on one side of Woodward. Yeah. East one. So we on the east side of Woodward, but we, I mean, it's like Miller, uh, Lafayette Towers, the Renaissance Building. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's that close. Yeah. So we just call it that because we different. Like, everybody down there kind of tight-knit, yeah. different. You got the King Owens, Ralph Bunch. You got the Brewsters on the other side of 75. You got... All these places, city side. So it's like, it's so tight that it's like, you know, people come down there and they'll be like, damn, Mary J. Blige playing like right now, like it's nighttime and yeah. we can hear her playing. Yeah. You know, we can walk down to the hill and skeech up on a concert or something. So it's like, I, I would call it, I would call it down, to, I would call it the Lower East Side 
technically, but I'll just be saying downtown. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like that though. No, but you know it makes saying? sense because it's, it's his own little community right in that pocket. Yeah. That probably, that like a lot of people probably just don't know about, so to speak. Yeah. Well, people like, okay, so <clears throat> people know, but it's like them niggas over there by the King's homes. That's what they say. That's what they say. That's what they say. <laughs> Look, I used to know a girl that lived up in the King's <laughs> homes. Nobody want to go over there, man. Like, where she live at? Oh, come on, man. Boys ring off. It, it's As we talk about Martin. <laughs> yeah. like, man. She used to live up in, she like, call me when you get outside. <laughs> used to pull up to yeah. the, in nothing, the lot. <laughs> and keep it running. Keep it running. Ain't nothing peaceful going on. Anything related to Martin Luther King's name. Bro. Yeah, No. Like just in any that. city, but, but the Jeffries was on Martin Luther King Boulevard. But I saw a theory about that that that's a strategic move so white people know what areas to avoid in black cities. Oh, when you see MLK go the yeah. other way, mm. yes. Oh, mm. yes. Mm. That was a strategic city planning. That when that. white people see MLK, they know those are areas when you're a tourist or you're not from here, or say you out in the burbs. When you mm. see that, that's mm. a clear demarcification of where not to go. Mm. Interesting. Damn. Interesting. Damn. I never heard that before. Yeah, you just y'all just made it make sense when yeah. you said MLK. See and, MLK go the other way. Yeah. And and another <laughs> thing is that most MLK streets are close to freeways and we already have you know, our we, theory about it's not even a theory well the king alpha plan rex 84 was a plan put in place to round up every black person mm-hmm. in the country and move them into military camps which is why all the projects whether it's the brewsters the jeffries the insert cabrini every projects across the country was right by the freeway for yes. easy military access same thing Look it for, up. same Google thing it. for mlk boulevards they are close to freeways so they can come in and out if they need to. Well, That's it was the, the the King Alpha plan in 1984. Uh, they added to throw the Mexicans in there. So shout out to <laughs> Reagan. I don't look <laughs> look. Yeah. What's what's near good. Southwest? The bridge and the freeway. Get them the fuck up out of here. Don't think you run the round them niggas up and get them the fuck up out of here. Don't think you run the calendar. They in on it too. Yeah, so, yeah. It's not happening. Canada don't give a fuck about Americans. Like, they're not too keen on us. And that's what, like, <laughs> niggas talk about Canada like, like they are allies. No, them, re- them niggas really don't fuck with us. You peeped that at the border. That's why they don't let they, they, they inhabitants have guns. Yeah. As long as your country got guns in the people's hands. Yeah. But the second that your government take guns away from the people, it's a wrap there. Yeah, it's a wrap. They doing whatever the fuck they want with y'all because you can't do nothing. Yeah, no, seriously. And it's not like my theory or whatever. Like, look at it through history. I don't. You don't got to theorize it. Look at every state, every country. Once they take the guns from the people, it's a wrap, my nigga. Yeah, you can't overthrow empty-handed. Nah. Which is why I be irritated when niggas be talking about that January six shit, right? Not that I'm on their side or not, but y'all know good and goddamn well niggas want to trying to take over the government. Like, come on, man. With what? <laughs> like, with what? Like, y'all, in y'all heart of hearts, y'all was like, yo, they're taking over. Like, you know that wasn't taking on no fucking government. Them white motherfuckers out there having some, being civilly disobedient, being assholes, mm-hmm. flexing their privilege because I know nothing going to happen to me. Right. But y'all thought that they thought that after that, now we run the country or some shit like I know that wasn't no fucking was overthrow. No way. But like I get it. You know, black a, folks, we've been we've been we've been abused so many times. You see some white folks do some shit wrong. Mm-hmm. You want them to you want to talk up the language too. But like if we be like we thought when I watched that shit on TV, 
I'm not like, yo, they're taking over the country. I'm like, yo, this motherfucker's <laughs> like, hey, after, fucking shit after up. Superiority a, complex at its finest. <laughs> Look, at best, was. after a night inside of Congress, niggas, some level, some branch of the military will bust through there and it, and be hauling out dead bodies all day. It yeah. is, it's wild to me. Like right after the that the the fucking the year we had prior to that after George Floyd, right? Niggas was rioting. Mm. There was some peaceful protesting, but like niggas was out here wild out. Yeah, remember we talked about in the show like these niggas was stealing a key a, a fucking TV, and they shot that old man and shit, the old yeah, security, the guard. security guard. You know I what I'm saying? That. He's a black man just trying to stop them or whatever. Shot mm. him. Like y'all know niggas be fucking up shit because they can and they know ain't nobody gonna do shit, right? Yeah. So. We was out there too, and you saw some crazy ass spotters out there too with the bricks and spray paint. Yeah. So it was it was definitely instigated for as well. sure. But like, you know them like you you think the niggas was out there looting shit. Well, they probably should, but like <laughs> y'all don't talk with that language. Like yo, they should be in prison forever because yeah. well, they wasn't trying to overthrow the government. Oh, now y'all niggas care about the government. Yeah, for real. Now we want to protect. This fucking evil institution that's been fucking us up all these years. And I was like, but look what they did to the fuck the go. I mean, if I was going to say something. There's no way in fuck they would overthrow. You're not overthrowing the government. Like, come on, not that way. Not like by taking laptops. And, and, not, and not I think this is a story. It's a generational story that they're going to tell their grandkids and their grandkids. And grandkids, I'm worried, though. And, and look, and not that crop of niggas, <clears throat> a, not that crop of white folk going to overthrow the fucking but country. But I'm worried, yeah. though. It's not enough of smart niggas in this room. <laughs> but what I'm worried about is because how they talk about it and how it's going to be written in textbooks. Like there was actually a coup to try to take over the country. Yeah. And we know if we being real, like that wasn't that. Them niggas should go to jail, do whatever. But like we should change that language. Them niggas was an yeah. insurrection. Because that's going to that's gonna drive, a kid, that's gonna drive a child's imagination so far if they read that in text. Which made me think like some of the other shit that we and read 10, in text. 15 years from now, that story is going to turn into something completely different. Yeah. It was a thousand people at the Capitol trying to overthrow. Hey, can you imagine an illustration in the book? Yeah. Show hundreds of people going on. Wild pictures. Yeah. Like, so it got me thinking, well, how many of this shit that we thought happened throughout the year? Like how much of this shit actually happened? <laughs> how much of it was propaganda? Like, oh, yeah, this was this and this was that. I don't know. I would think a good majority of that shit been bullshit, but we didn't have. There's no. There's no documented proof. Damn. So think this about will, this it. This will hurt me too. Well, Go ahead, man. No, get that out. My bad. I was just thinking. You, y'all right? Because even if you ask like a grandparent or a great grandparent about history, they kind of fuzzy about it because it's been changed so many times. Yeah. Right. We living in a moment right now, and it's already being changed. So imagine by the time it reached text and it's 20, 30, 40 years old, it's we gonna don't sound, know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to sound like something mighty happened on January 6th. Yeah. But really, it was just like, you know. Bunch a, of drunk. Put like this. Faded. <laughs> I'd have been after, um, I think it was Mike Brown. When Mike Brown got murdered. Yeah. Like that one impacted me. I mean, all of them impacted me. But like, yeah. I was out literally downtown at Hart Plaza at the at the protest and yeah. the, the, the 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 gatherings and shit. Everybody out there with their pictures and taking photos and shit. So what if I'm in a picture, right? Yeah. Uh, and then forty years from now, that picture uh, goes online. I'm like, yo, he was out there fighting with the movement and blah blah blah. Like, I was just out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they'll find a picture of Bernie Sanders at a march with Dr. King mm. and be like, he be, he he marched with Dr. King. Nigga, you was out there. 
it was a whole bunch of niggas just was out there because that's everybody was at. I don't even know that all the pictures and shit that we see or the people that we lost photo, ain't Photoshop, nigga. No, I ain't Photoshop, nigga. You was just there because this where the hoes was at. <laughs> mm. Like I don't know. Don't be hoes at the march. I'm saying, what else were they was at? Coretta bringing her girls. <laughs> Pull up. The women always push the push the shit anyway. I don't like yo. We don't. We going down there. Yeah. I just don't. Pull know. up. History is written by the. <laughs> yeah. That, whoever controlling oh history, controlling narrative. Like yeah. How we know, man? I ain't, you you need something? Uh, yeah, I, was, I, yeah, yeah, I forgot. It's, it's, it's for the table. Yeah, it's for okay. the table. Yeah, I forgot yeah, it was there. You know what I'm saying? But I I, I I don't know, man. But uh, what we doing at anywho? But downtown, Lower yeah. East Side. Uh, what, yeah. what school did you graduate from? I went to King. Marlon King too High School, thirty two hundred <laughs> Hit Squad, all that good stuff, man. All right, you know, all right. <laughs> he said. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, CT fired up. <laughs> so listen, man. Yes, I just want everybody to understand this because uh, I think sometimes this get lost in the shuffle. I went to Cass. I went to Cass for ninth grade and tenth grade, but okay. I graduated from Cody. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I spent the equal time in both schools, but like people attached Cass to us. I just want you niggas to know. Like there's only one of us that graduated. I went to my neighborhood school as well <laughs> only one. on Joy Road. It's called Cody High School. Uh-huh. Like so. You know, shout out to all my comments too. You feel me? I got I got an equal amount of friends in both places. Was a, a, a athlete in both places, but you know, we all, always don't, say like don't the get the, the the Cody shit is that, that that's the place too. You know, what yeah, I'm saying? yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, both was green, but you know, I see you lifting your arms up, but like nigga, you know we count <laughs> green and gold, green and white. You the same yeah. thing. So did you start rapping back at King? Because the bug usually hits you young. So when you yeah. do it, it normally hits you young. I was actually rapping. So I was rapping before King. Uh, like I said, when I was younger, I used to try to sound like Beanie Siegel, Fab, uh, Biggie. That's a good time in rap, though. Yeah. Like, if that's who you're going to pattern your style after, like, I can't even be mad. That was a good time. Cube. I was doing a little bit of everything, but it was all freestyle. I didn't yeah. even really write or nothing. And I just go around the neighborhood, and there was this group called Drugs, Detroit Real Underground G's, and they was in uh, like that McDonald's Square, and we used to they used to cipher over all these outcasts and goody mob beats. So I try to stay out late, <clears throat> run up to the cipher. They like you ain't lived enough to rap. You don't know what you're gonna say. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't. Know, and I'm, so I go home. The first time I wrote a rap was dissing them. <laughs> <laughs> so I just every day like. Uh, and you trash. I can't believe you. You know what I'm saying? And then. Uh, Did you kinda, ever spit that verse against them? No. Oh. I held. I ain't want to get beat up. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to lie. I mean, Dame rap. I rapped like a lot of songs that people write. It really be diss songs to other people, but they never find out. Especially in Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Especially in Detroit. I pinned this song. <laughs> Niggas love like, dissing each other in Detroit. Like, cheers, my brother. Like the city, Likewise. like the city ain't small, and y'all niggas don't be in the same places. But it, but like yeah. I take it as that, but I also take about that's just the original competitiveness of the sport. Like I yeah. think I'm better than you. At the end of the day, yeah. I think I'm better than you. What you doing is all right, mm-hmm. but what I'm doing is better than that shit. Yeah, and rap barbaric. This, rap has been always aggressive. Yeah, somebody said I bet. If in a nigga freestyle within his first four bars, he gonna mention a gun or something violent. Like, 
every time. Yeah. You cannot freestyle. You got to set the tone without being violent, because <laughs> <dog. laughs> that's gonna get people with the face like, oh, yeah, you oh, what he saying? And then, you know, you ride around and with me, think of something like everything be violent, like yeah. yo, if I end up with four fifth, like what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, boys. People say four fifth. Uh, my antenna automatically go up to listen. Like, wait a minute, what he gonna do with it? You know, going off the in about two more off, bars, right? Two more bars that bitch yeah, going off. 40. I don't know what's up with the, the four fifth and the forty. <laughs> yeah, like them words, them like the, yo, them like classic, classic rap bars. Forty <laughs> niggas don't carry forties around every day. That's Shit. what made it my so first, crazy. Uh, my first legal gun was a forty. For real, damn. was you carrying? Was you carrying that bitch around CPL CCW style? That's my my first legal one was oh, a forty. Started nah. out crazy. Uh, <laughs> Who's you trying to kill? <laughs> right, yeah, you was trying to take something out. It was a Glock twenty one, which is a, a, a full size forty caliber uh, joint. Damn, that's a big gun, Jay. That's a big ass gun. All right. <laughs> All right. But you know, yeah, when you start off, I think every well, a lot of niggas, they first gun was probably like a little two five raven. I had me a little two five raven because bought that bitch for seventy five dollars for my homeboy Gio, rest in peace. Mm. Uh he bought that bitch, uh he stayed over on uh he's not here any longer. Right. It's not uh but on um you know no apartments or condo or whatever it is on ninety six and uh Telegraph. 96 and Telegraph. Yeah, like soon as when you come you start up, making the bend. Yeah. Yeah. It's these joints and shit. And uh, we was out in the back, and he like, man, I'll make sure, I'm like, uh, he won't make sure this is where nigga just shot that bitch in the ground. We in the parking lot. I'm like, damn, <laughs> nigga, give me a warning. But he's like, nigga, this shit work. I'm like, I think. At least he shot in the ground, man. Yeah. I think if motherfuckers gonna shoot, man, shoot in the damn ground, man. Don't shoot in the sky. Let let that bullet go right let in the dirt. Let that shit go in the dirt. And, you know. Yo, shout out to my homeboy this week since we talking about shooting and shit. A nigga that should have shot. My boy got scammed for that PlayStation 5 <laughs> outside of Myers. He should have shot that nigga. Yo, I was thinking about that. So tell the story. So my homeboy, you know, he trying to be a good dad. Yeah. Get them boys a PlayStation. And he a video game here. Get mm. them boys a PlayStation 5, though, off of Facebook Marketplace. Found a nigga, met up with him at the Mario on Grand River, and he said the nigga had two boxes with him. He opened up one, PlayStation 5 with a remote. My boy, like, bet. The, the nigga gave him the other box that was sealed. He get home, and some textbooks wrapped up in some saran paper. Oh, my God. And I'm like, you know, we can laugh about I mean, I can laugh about it because I didn't, I didn't lose $700. So I can laugh about it. But, like, nigga, you... You really if you would have asked to open that bitch, my man was up in the scrap. Yeah, oh, for sure. He was up in the strap. Yeah, I'm about like to rob that. you. Yeah. Like, I'd rather this be a scam, so to speak, but I'm robbing you. Because if you're brave enough to do that. With the, with the, yeah. Because there's no, go. there's no conversation. Because yeah. you know that's it, like, oh, my bad. That's the, he was up in the strap. Man, that would have got ugly, man. In real life, he was up in the strap. That would have uh, got ugly. Now, granted, I'm not going to Facebook Marketplace at all without the strap. Yeah, yeah. But I, you know, I didn't buy shit off Facebook. That when I was younger, Craigslist, uh, I was wilding. Nigga, I went to a nigga house. I, I bought a fish tank from this white boy online. Nigga, I got, I rented a U-Haul. I by myself <laughs> and went out to his house. I'm talking about nigga fur out like mm. far the fuck out, and I'm in the he helped. 
everything ended up being great. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, this shit could have been like ugly, super bad. But when we was young, we didn't realize what the internet could be. Yeah. We didn't realize the depth of people's evilness yeah. back in 90, 99, 2000. Yeah. Like, nigga. I thought like when bitches up the picture and it was like a porn star, like oh that's really like I'm I was that naive. Yeah. I'm like oh that's really her. Yeah, she really on Black Planet talking to me right now. We came from that that era, but then it just the eras after just got started. What is it catfishing? Yeah, they I just got, got they just real. got catfished on Black Planet. Nick. Catfish, Black Planet. Now sure. I understand getting catfished. Like we a little bit older, yeah. so we was at that generation where you could fool a nigga yeah. because we just didn't know. You had to have a scanner in order to upload a picture for your profile. Like most niggas didn't have profile pictures. Because niggas didn't have no scanner to connect to your computer. That like it just wasn't a thing. So it was a different animal. But now with these cell phones, bitch, we got about two conversations before you got to hit the FaceTime or something. You got to talk to me. And that better be the. And if it's not the same motherfucker when I get to that place. Uh, you better hope I'm not in the mood to pull my pistol. Man, bitch, trying to, <laughs> a bitch trying to uh, uh, catfish me right before quarantine, dog. Yeah, like this is like modern times, and like it was always an excuse, like, oh yeah, my my uh, y'all can't do it right. I'm mean, I'm about to go to school. I'm gonna die. I like no. It was a man. So so what? So we followed each other and shit. She That's was from another. Baltimore. She was out of time. She was out of state. It was uh-huh. definitely a man. So I'm looking through all the motherfucking pictures and shit, and every time I t- she send me a picture and shit. Like I go through and it'd be like a, one of her old pictures of her and shit. Uh-huh. And then some I'm starting matching somebody, but like, yo, this not the same person, dog. Oh, like man. you you stealing somebody. I'm like, nah, I just blocked. Like yeah. you trying to catch me? I told you my boy got catfished this year. The bitch flew him out. <laughs> flew the nigga out. Flew him out. Yeah. Had a whole little he had a whole little stay with her at this resort for a week. <laughs> he called me the first day. He was like the first day. He was like, I'm going to send you a picture. No, because you got to see it through. Got to see it through, gotta see it through. <laughs> <laughs> He sent me a picture. So I've been seeing her, too. Like, Stayed all weekend. <laughs> Look, he did, though. I've been, seeing, I've been seeing pics of her, too. And I was like, she got a cold. He sent me a picture from the first day. I'm like, dog, that's not the person that Frozen. you. Frozen. Yeah, that's not the person that you've been talking to. But he was like, man, we in a suite. She done paid all this money. It's a vacation. He's like, I'm just going to stay here. And I'll be so offended. Like, you just figured that I'm the nigga that accepted. Fall for that, yeah. Like, I'm that nigga. Like, yeah, he a fucking My bitch. ego would be hurt. Like, I ain't going to lie. My ego would be crushed. Yeah, you feel like, yo, he going to see this sweet. He going to say, fuck it. Like, damn, I look like that type of nigga. And he did. <laughs> but he did, and though. He was, but he did, though. He, he stayed four days. He or she was right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey. You never know. <laughs> he did, though. It's a dirty game. It is. Yeah. It is. It's a dirty game, man. All right, man. Jesus. After you diss these drug niggas and shit, <laughs> <laughs> you fight, you you write your first rap, and then you, when you when you start like taking it serious though, like 2010. Okay, I was like freestyling around everywhere, and uh, my homeboy Jacob Six O producer, shout out to Jacob. He uh, he was just he was making beats. My cousin Nelson Sanders. He introduced me to him. He like, yo, I got my boy. He make beats. So I'm like, all right, I pulled up. So we worked on a few songs. I ain't really know too much about song structure or nothing. I was just like, again. Just rapping. Yeah. Beanie Siegel, Fab, Biggie, Jay-Z. I'm just like going 100 bars, no hook. So he like, man, slow it down. We going to chop this here. Don't we going to stop here. So we end up with a project. 
in like four months. That was my first project. It was called Cashmere City. And I put that out. And I was putting that out just to have people like, all right, shut up. Let's, I did it. That's that. But then it was like people I never heard of before, like, yo, when you putting out something else? So I'm like, damn, okay. So then two years later, I dropped Cashmere Thoughts because I was still holding on to like the whole football thing. Like, I'm going to go to the NFL. It was years later. I'm still like, I'm going <laughs> to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, for sure. But uh, I dropped Cashmere Thoughts. And from there, it was just like, I just kept going to this day. Cashmere Thoughts had a, a bunch of Olympic beats on there. Yeah. Niggas yeah. just don't, how about the, it was, so it was a limp, it was Olympics. And you know what's funny? That one in particular was uh, Fleetwood and Flyboy J. But at the time, I was still, I had one Olympics record and I was praying to work with them. I'm like, man, I need to work with them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause Knoxville, shout out to Knoxville, he was from my area. He's from Ralph Bunch. So he from, the King Home, McDonald's Square, Ralph Bunch. He from that whole little square, that whole 48207 downtown circle. So I'm like, shit, I got to run into him. So when I did, I did a song with a dude named uh, Jay Cotton. It was called uh, I'll Be Back. And I think that was the song that was on there. But I listened to it earlier today. We had them in that pocket. So we, I had Fleetwood and Flyboy J in the Olympics pocket, basically. So it wasn't it wasn't they it wasn't they production, but it was they style. Yeah. Of production. Gotcha. Shit was crazy. Uh, I, um when you was on um Press for Convo, uh, yeah. my man was like, yo, that's his shit. You know what I'm saying? Cashmere thoughts. Yeah. How was that like I know you mentioned like yo, I did that shit for my niggas so they kinda get me off their get them get off my back. Yeah. What'd you think about the project though? I thought it was uh I thought that was, I thought I had more time to create it, so I like I loved it more than the first one. The first one was still raw because I didn't know nothing about again song concepts or nothing. But the second one, I did it on my own with Fleetwood, Flyboy J, and a beat from I believe Knoxville, yeah Knoxville, and I was just like, damn, this I can really do this. That was the first time I felt like I can do some shit. Like, was that cover? Shot at La, La Casa. Yep. Uh, I'm like, I know this motherfucker wall, nigga. I yep. know this wall, though. Yep. yep. And you had the cigar to him, like, yo, this gotta be Casa. Yep. It gotta be Casa. Yep. It was shot there, man. Uh, shot by Donovan Glover as well, who also was shooting all my videos as well. So we worked a lot, man. That was, yeah, that was probably one of my favorite projects I ever did. Cashmere Thoughts. Okay. Yeah, for sure. So I know you mentioned like some of your. Your earlier influences from yeah. Jay to Big to, um, so when I listen to um the Cashmere Thoughts Project, mm-hmm. uh, I like to say I like um uh, adult contemporary hip hop, okay, <laughs> A.K.A. Rick Ross luxurious luxurious beats, yeah, and rhymes and shit. It, that that's what that put me in the mind of, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I know everybody might we not about to have no boom bap. But I still want to like kind of like chill. I can cruise through, yeah. hear some cool ass music, yeah. the actual instrumental, and some cool ass raps. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I really be listening for like, yo, can niggas rap though? Yeah. So for me, I was more of a fan of the Palace Lights project. Like, uh, that's, that's what I like. Yeah, that's okay. and, fire. And on my way, yeah. I, I, you dropped that separately from the separate yeah. from the Palace Nice project, but like that's Palace Nice is. I mean, that shit is. 
This shit is dope. Yeah, man. I, quick. I love the Palace Nights. 17 minutes or so. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I'm never in the car longer than that anyway. So, yeah. it get you to my, it get me, low key, it take me 18 minutes to get from here to the crib, from the crib to oh, here. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, like, I get in the car, by the time I'm here, Good I can ride. listen through the whole, you know what I'm saying, the whole thing. That's fire. Uh, that was, mo- that's the most recent, that was what, 2021? Yep. Yeah, that was my most recent uh, body of work. Um, that was fun to make too. Did that, that project help you get the attention uh, of the Pistons and the opportunity I, that you I, got? I think so, in a way. Okay. I, I believe so. I think that between that and on my way, I think those two. Because I was, I was like, okay, the city not really ready for what I'm doing. Like the direction I was heading in from Cashmere Thoughts to Louis the Thirteenth. Like the projects was become, becoming more and more grown, and. I didn't necessarily feel like I needed to dumb anything down. I just wanted to scale back and just have a little fun. So mm. um, by the time I got to Palace Lights, IROC says, the producer, shout out to IROC says, we was working on stuff over the pandemic. So I'm like, shit, I got some of this high, this up-tempo shit that kind of sound like some Detroit shit, like some conscious trap type shit. Mm-hmm. And then I got the Olympics that's on some grown shit. So I put them together. And we try to give it like a good smooth flow. And I was like, damn, that's working. And people was going, you know, crazy over that. And then on my way as well. So yeah, DJ Ray, he the one that hit me up, like, yo, the Pistons doing this, though, you need to get down there. And I think it was because they saw me active. Cause I think that's what a lot of people was waiting for. Like, we just want to see you active. Like, yeah. we know you got it, but like, keep pressing it. We don't want to waste the look. Yeah. You know, if you're not gonna do nothing afterwards. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's so, a big look. So you that's got a big so look. The look we talking about is you got to perform at the. It was like mm-hmm. a tryout. Okay, it was a tryout for the for the halftime show. Gotcha. So what happened was I didn't get it. I didn't get the tryout this time, but for me it was more so about the look overall. Like I needed to touch the floor. Yeah. I needed to be able to look up, see myself in a jumbo trying to not look, feel nervous. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to be real to you. Yeah, That's, bro. And sometimes you got to step in it before you really all the way in. Exactly. It. You yeah. got to see it and feel it and, yeah. and and internalize the moment. That's what I did. So how does that, because like, the, I mean, it's not the palace, right? Mm-hmm. I call it the Detroit Palace. I really want the them. hot and ready. Yeah, right. <laughs> the hot and ready. Really Definitely, hate. Detroit Palace will be hard. Like I really hate that that it's called the Little Caesars Arena because yeah. I really think of like, oh, this is the Detroit Palace. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think they right now they just that'd be way too hard. That'd be too hard. <laughs> Shout out to the Illages though, but that would be too hard. Like Detroit Palace. Because right now, oh my God. what they what they're doing right first off, shout out to them and whoever's yeah. behind their marketing. Yeah, because they they're they're trying to appeal to the base of the city for they, sure. They um, are though the the yeah. the ice cam. So y'all yeah. not from here? Y'all probably seen online. They got an ice cam. Yeah. Dangerous. Uh, they got an ice dangerous. cam where they just look for niggas in the crowd. <laughs> oh, that's what them niggas said. You well, got to be very careful. Yeah, on like, both ends. But now niggas are going to the Pistons game yeah. to floss to stunt. They'll look at this. And yeah. you know it's a it's a thing. It can be an ice cam or an indict cam. Yeah, <laughs> be careful. Please. Or it could be the 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 book cam, <laughs> like yeah. niggas getting booked. Uh, yeah. yeah, trying to uh, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But mm-hmm. like, how does that feel though? Stepping um, on the court, looking at like I was nervous. Listening man. to your music over the over the loudspeakers. That okay. So look, I remember it felt amazing. But I'm gonna tell you, I remember 
watching, like listening to a clip of Barry Sanders, right? And he like, he saw the games before he went out and played them. He would step out like during the warm-ups. He would just get out on the field just to – and yeah. I felt like I did that like play by play. Like I didn't even – by the time I heard my music, I'm like, I don't care if they choose me or not because one day I'm going to do an arena and it's going to be like, damn. It's going to be Little Caesars. I, yeah. It's going to be the Detroit Palace. I believe that. The Detroit Palace for sure. But it felt amazing, bro. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Especially for my type of music. You got to remember I'm bringing a different – I'm damn near going against the grain. With in the Detroit scene today, like they getting starting to get ready because I think everything kind of redundant a little bit. But for me to get that opportunity is like that was fantastic, man. I well, <clears throat> I enjoy the music, um, and I, I the lane that you're in, I want you to like to fully embrace that shit, man. Sure, because um, the 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 Detroit sound has always been a different thing. Yeah, like from when Blade and well, when Eastside Cheddar Boys and Rock mm-hmm. Bottom was mm-hmm. popping, so was Slum Village. Exactly. So was uh, Guilty Simpson. Yep. So was like Fat Cat. Yeah. Like there's always been multiple Detroit sounds. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the quote unquote Detroit sound is Detroit street rap. Yeah. And not even all Detroit street rap because Bodie is a street rapper who don't sound nothing like that. And Bodie will different. give you wordsmith. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like. Um, we was talking offline about like I be watching my timeline. A lot of the lot of the folks of the younger city folks they be in here because they re- they record podcasts, so they've been a friend of or a guest or like so everybody come through here. Yeah, so I end up knowing all these people, um, interacting with them. They all ten to fifteen years younger than me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But they they probably think I'm in their same age range. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So. I'll be looking at what they listen to and sometimes there's a crossover. Yeah. Some shit is just universally dope. Yeah. A lot of times it's not. Yeah. But just because they're young folks who enter in to the arena don't mean niggas my age have left. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm still in the market. Yeah. So I don't want I don't want to hear you rap like somebody 15 years your junior. Yeah. I want to hear what I want to hear, because I'm never going to not like rap music. Exactly. And if all the music that I listen to or all the music that I'm fed is uh, adolescent child rap, not like in a disrespectful manner, but yeah. like you go, you rapping about stuff that like I, I did 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not a knock. It sounds great. But like, I want to hear something else. Right. Like, yo, make some music for me. And we could coexist. That's the whole thing. I think a lot of Detroit outlets. I ain't going to say names, but they push only one aspect of Detroit, which makes me question the authenticity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because if it's me, I'm going to make sure I dig into all aspects of Detroit because I love Detroit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I feel like we all came from, we all didn't, grew up in the hood. So we seen all the shit that everybody talking about that they rapping about today. But sometimes a motherfucker want to hear about how somebody had a smoothie in. Went to the mall and Larry June's you know made a whole saying? fucking career. That's why Larry yeah. June oh, is so crazy. That's why he's so dope because it's lifestyle rap. I woke Him, up, mopped Kennedy. my floor, watered my plants like adults. People want to hear some people adulting 
at some point. You know what I'm saying? Like everything can't be the turn up. Everything can't. Sometimes the party got to end at some point. And I also don't want to hear about you shoot me in my chest and fucking my bitch at ten o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> like God damn, yeah, nigga, that's her early. Leave my bitch alone. Yeah, okay, please, yeah, for real. <laughs> she ain't never safe. Man, <laughs> ain't never safe. And with all due respect, because I love the Detroit cocky, arrogant sure. shit talking. Our lingo is. Second to none, but yeah, it's for like, sure. you know, we got to, Dilla, to me, Dilla sound was the original Detroit sound. That's just my opinion. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Then it, well, it was techno, of course. Then it was like Dilla. Then it, then it was like, black, then the streets took it. And then the streets just never <laughs> gave it back. Like nobody yeah. stepped up to take it, like not even take it, but balance it. That's what I want to do. I feel like so the, there's a little balance amongst the artists okay. in the city. Okay. And when I, I look at the balance being like a nigga like Big Sean. Okay, yeah. You know, he's the anti-street th- anti rap Big person. Sean is on the Mount Rushmore of Detroit rap. Big Sean yeah. is the biggest rapper to ever come out of Detroit. Definitely. Definitely. Like, there is... I mean, I don't have no disagreement with that, yeah. but I don't was, think Sean gets the the shine that he deserves sometimes because he who? clean he clean well, from who though yeah and you talking from, about detroit. from the city yeah from no, detroit no the, from what age range because the, the nigga get love here nigga get love it'd be the younger but niggas it it'd be the younger niggas that feel like sean owes something to the niggas they like facts well sean ain't i don't think sure popping perks and and spinning the block because you know a, so it's there's, hard. A, there's a narrative that was put on shine that just not true. Yeah. First time I heard Birdie Boldy James was on the Shine record. Yeah. First time I heard Mike Posner was on the Big Shine record. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he didn't did songs with everybody. I was out before you niggas. So you want me to know about your little homie who bubbling? Nigga, I I'm 10 when is first project come out? Yeah. 10 years at least. I'm, I'm yeah. 10 12 years in, my nigga. And the, and when you leave Detroit, the way Detroit set up, if you gone for too long, you on the outside at this point cuz the city is moving like this. this look, my, so Shine kind of on the outside looking My son in. downtown at Wayne State and I'm like, nigga, I remember there were no dorms here. Yeah. And that wasn't that wasn't 20 years ago. Yeah. There were no dorms down in this bitch. Yeah. Everybody commuted to this motherfucker. Yeah. Cass Corridor is is, is a, an amazing place now. Standing now. But I remember when it was full of dope <laughs> fiends. Developed nigga. neighborhood. Yeah, for real. Niggas outside doped up in Grown men wearing dresses <laughs> at the motherfucking corner store. <laughs> for real. Same thing with uh what was that one area? Uh Capitol Park. Yeah. Nigga. For sure. Capitol Park looked fantastic. <laughs> the studio in Capitol Park yeah. is where Sean got his the blade. Mm-hmm. No, Blade Wine. Wine, yeah. Yep. Um Shout out to Street Lord Wine too, yeah. I've been in that studio. The Olympics. They did the uh the, the what was it, Gone Get You Son? Mm-hmm. That was a was it Gone Get You Son? Like when when, when 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 Wine and low key, a low, uh, one of the low key heroes. Right tracks, dude. bullshitting. Yeah, right. Shout out the right tracks, bullshitting. That was the Olympics record. Wine, a low key hero. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Um, like low, when I say low key, low key to like the general public. Yeah. But he the reason a lot of this shit got shaken. You know yeah. what I'm saying? There ain't no big shine without that studio in Capitol Park. Yeah. And shine tell you that shit himself. Well, he has multiple times. Mm. And like, yo, we. I don't need no money for you, nigga. Do what you do. What you do. A lot of careers were birthed, and, and and a lot of careers were inspired in that building. He definitely had a hub for like everybody. Yeah, yeah. Whoever wanted to be in there, like I, I got to record in there a few times, and the energy was crazy. It was a bunch of people that's 
own now, like own own, either songwriting somewhere or doing something that was running around there. Yeah. All the time. Even when he wasn't there, the doors was open. Who's so some of your Detroit people that you hold in high regard that may not be the 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 quote unquote uh everybody may not know him, but um shit. Amp Fiddler. Okay. Okay. That's uh that's one of the OGs, man. Uh funk extraordinaire. You know what I'm saying? Uh let's see, who where else I can go? That's a good question. I, I guess I got I gotta say the Olympics, because even though people know them, I still feel like they don't appreciate them as much. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they Teflon Don Ross album. They all over it. Yeah. They all like, over it. They deserve that's way they, more. That's Ross' best body of work. Yeah. It's a perfect album. And they was all over it. That was their DNA. So they really, in my opinion, kind of helped tailor that luxurious rap so- soundscape that Ross has. They now. did, man. Shout out to J Fab, Knoxville. Uh, er- who else was it? BP, uh, Flawless. I'm sure it's somebody else I'm missing. PC. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like they really ushered, they really took, they really went to the other side and tore shit up. <laughs> and came back to the city. He's doing his thing with um, Courtney Bell. Yeah, shout out to Courtney Bell. And just his, you know, tracks on fucking Lil Wayne. I'm like he got tracks everywhere. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, man. Uh, what other what other people from Detroit that I don't think nobody. And it's not just for uh, for Nick. Like wh- who's some some Detroit artists that like they need they shine that didn't get they shine. Oh, you know? let me say one. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't know if y'all know him. Cook the Cash Cow. Yes. Cook. Eastside nigga. Listen, let me just say that. That nigga can rap his ass off. He can. And let me just make this clear. I'm not here. Studio 17, you know, out of the words, Sada shot all those videos or the red couch and all that. That was Cook's studio. Mm. Cook was is solely responsible for the surge of the Eastside, the new surge with it was with the with uh team Eastside, mm. everybody, because it was Cook and Dot that's out of reach. You know what I'm saying? Eastern Conference, them guys really put their thumbprint in the east side in his show. And Cash Cow was dropping a lot of projects. Man. He was dropping a lot of music. He got records with E40, with everybody. Mm-hmm. That's an unsung. And, east, it, and that's only. Eastside east, legend, I would yeah, dare say. Yeah. Eastside legend. Legend, man. <laughs> Shout out to Cook, man. Shout out to Dot as well, for sure. You know, some Detroit niggas that I, that I like. That I think are going to get they shine. They just haven't gotten it yet. Bruiser Brigade. Okay. I really th- like. Oh, yeah. So when you say they shine. As a collective. I think they getting they shine, but it's not going to be necessarily from Detroit. Because everybody fuck like from Earl Sweatshirt to all them. Like yeah. they got a fucking. That's the thing about Detroit. Like some sounds we just don't appreciate. Like, yeah, it's a gumbo. You got like Marv, shit. right? Marv, you know, one of the greatest battle rappers ever. You know, yeah. what I'm saying the whole nine yards put out wonderful, sure. wonderful mixtapes. I mean, wonderful albums. Does wonderful production. Like a legitimate star. Like you can walk somewhere and be like, "Yo, let me take a picture with Marv." For you sure. know what I'm saying? But everybody don't know Marv. Yeah. Like Guilty Simpson will fucking tour Europe. And can walk through some spots and no one knows who he is. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like Slum Village will fucking tour Germany all, all through all these different countries and make 
livings for themselves where I don't have to work an actual job for years and for 20 fucking years. Yeah. And you can go in a, in a, in an area and they be like, who is this nigga? Yeah. And it's like, it, it blows my fucking mind. Like you have no idea the fucking international celebrities and skill and talent that you have here yeah. because we sometimes only portray one version of the Detroit music scene. You know, yeah. it's good. It's, it's crazy that you say that because that's probably the, the impact of Bruiser Brigade will end up having. Like there'll be yeah. stars in Europe and everywhere and they'll have a certain level of anonymity when they come back home. And you mentioned something that that's true. I used to date this girl and her cousin was a backup singer for Dwelle. And like, while you may think like niggas hear that, like, oh, nigga, you just back up for Dwelle. But I mean, this nigga Dwelle, was making, he was making a very comfortable yeah. living. Dwelle Still is, is. <laughs> is doing pretty good. Man. He was making a very comfortable living, just going on tour with that nigga three, four months a year. Yeah. Would come back home and wouldn't do shit else but write and wait to the, like he always sang back up with somebody. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he would just jump on, whatever leg a tank tour or yep. somebody else shit yep. and just make and I'm like nigga that's a that's a hell of a living look he had a nice he had a nice condo a nice car like he, doing he what wasn't he hurting yeah. I'm yeah. a professional musician mm-hmm. off and I, I work mainly off the this is not even a negative way off the back of another professional musician that you don't give enough credit to yeah. so he so he doing so well that I can make a living off him off him yeah singing backup yeah but like I don't know that that it, it's not portrayed that way. So I don't know who, what it's going to take. Because I don't even know if, it, if it's needed. Everybody want to be a star. Nobody wants to be <laughs> Scottie Pippen. Everybody wants to be Michael Jordan. Yeah. And it's hard for niggas to understand that there is also success in not being the star. Yeah. Like you don't have to be the, you don't have to be the front nigga. Like if it's your goal to live comfortably, it doesn't require you to be the front nigga, but people want the fame just as bad as they want the money. Like yeah. I don't have no problem playing number two in your eyes as long as me and my kids straight. Yeah. Like so, let me ask. So, um, what people think a successful artist is um, varies, right, mm-hmm. from person to person. Mm-hmm. Um, where does your success lie? What do you think is what does success look like for you? For me, uh, just to be able to. Of course you want to, of course I said I do it for free, but who doesn't want to make a, you know, be able to, you know, live comfortably off of it. Yeah. Hire my friends, put, you know, because you don't realize how many dreams tied into your dreams. Fact. You know what I'm saying? So it'd be hard for me to even, I have to keep going. So my dream got to become bigger because everybody else is tied to mine. So for me, it's just to be able to tour. I ain't got to be, a zillionaire or nothing like that, but yeah. I'm not shying away from that shit either. Facts. You know what I'm saying? But I deserve. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm <laughs> exactly. And uh, just at some point, you know, ease back, probably run a label or something. And that's that's it. Help I just want to help the next young nigga. Yes, it man. That's all I want to do. Just you know, whatever. Make sure he don't. I always felt that way with rap. Like man, you know, I never touch. I don't want to say never, but. Mm-hmm. My my dreams have changed. Okay. You know, I don't desire. I wouldn't. It wouldn't be my dream to be signed to Def Jam at, at this point. But I would love to be able to help a young nigga yeah. to maneuver the pitfalls that are out there. Mm-hmm. So, look, I took it here, but now with the knowledge that we've imparted on you, our team, yeah. you could take it somewhere where we could have never imagined. For this real. is what I want people to realize, right? You're a rapper. Mm-hmm. 
in in a one year time span, you sell five thousand records at ten dollars a pop. You have made fifty thousand dollars rapping. That's not a that's not five thousand in a whole year. That's not a lot, uh-huh. relatively speaking, to what people think. Yeah, I make fifty thousand dollars making music for a year. I mean, making music for a year now. 5,000 records, we can divide that shit by 12. And like, my nigga, you only got to sell 800 records this month. Uh-huh. How do, or eight, I need $10 basically yeah. 5,000 times yeah. to make a $50,000. And we live in the city of Detroit. And this is after, ta- well, huh, you do your tax how you want. Tax, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Taxes ain't like, this money. <laughs> living here, fam, that's a livable, that's a successful life. Uh-huh. That's a successful career so to speak mm-hmm. because this niggas who live here who don't make that and they they work every single day and yeah. you put a project together and I sold 5,000 of these bitches and uh, I could have I could have bugged this shit out I could have worked a week yeah for real <laughs> you catch and, you a couple shows yeah you, you might you you gonna get on you you'll make a comfortable or at least a livable wage no for sure like yeah. I like to com- uh, compare it to uh, Chrysler for me just cause I worked there for a stint so I I compare my the on number. The I did once and I almost <laughs> broke my foot. I learned the hard way. Don't ever do no shit like that. But uh, I uh, damn. So yeah, basically, the, whatever my monthly was there when I was at my highest pay, I always tell myself if you can like before I left there, I'm like if you can reach this number, you good, you good. Because if you living comfortably here then you'll be even greater if you get to this space. So. Yeah. And that's no. what really, yeah. that's what really it, you just got to do, man. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to CM Pray Vodka. I mean, I'm sorry, CM Pray Tequila. 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 Uh, official sponsors of Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Oh, you feel me? Yeah. Now, sure. I wanted to ask you about something else. I was hoping, I meant to reach out to you beforehand because okay. I didn't put it together until the last minute, the white buffs. Yeah. So I, I appreciate the corduroy hat. We are hat connoisseurs up here. Shout out to my nigga Trinidad Ant, who keep a mean hat. Yeah, I but, think you got that one. Word. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was like, man, I should. I wanted to reach out to him because I'm like, I wonder if he can bring one for me. Oh. I just cash out him or something when he get up here. Yeah. But the white bus line. Tell us about that, man. So shout out to Philip Simpson. Shout out to Stake, uh, our other partner. Um, it started off. We was doing like characters, you know. That was everybody was kind of doing that at the point, putting Cartiers on Tony the Tiger Cartier and stuff Bear like that. And yeah, that yeah. So we did that, then we stopped for a minute, and then um, we came up with a different line, a different collection, but it had some things of uh, with Carhartt in it, like Carhartt design. So they sent the cease and desist before we could even get it off the ground fully, and then. Uh, they turned our design into stickers. Mm. Like Carhartt? Hold us, yeah. Fried us. <laughs> and it, it's interesting. Big like little dog does. Well, you, we got a cease and desist order before. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? But I'd be like, I'm glad this shit reached you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for I sure. Did, like, to fe- like, Carhartt know who I am? Yeah, that's how we felt. Because I ain't going to lie. <laughs> we would have got around to them hoodies. We would have been well off. <laughs> the hoodie numbers was looking great. But How do you think they found out? I have no clue, man. I think people was wearing them. You know, we did a photo shoot, and I just remember getting this big, thick-ass envelope in the mail, 
And I'm looking, and I love the fact that they called me Nick Varsity because they ain't know my government name. I was like, <laughs> hell yeah, I framed it. It's at the crib. <laughs> That's love. But um, yeah, we took, so after that, the pandemic hit. So we took that year to like completely retool it. Like, all right, we want to make sure when we come back, it's our design. It's us completely. We don't want no mix-ups mix or mishaps, you know what I'm saying? So we designed this hat, shirt socks and uh it came with like a like a cheesecloth type of hat bag mm-hmm. okay it's crazy it's, the packaging is immaculate i'm not gonna lie handwritten I mean, note you get it all i mean that's important that's service yeah that's that's important dog shout yeah. out to pete because um all this shit that come it come great it come like with a personal touch and like yeah. when people spend money mm-hmm. uh especially with this is my own personal opinion. I got you. I think people don't like seeing their money spent. Like if I buy something from someone local, I can possibly see you spending the money I sent that I, that I gave you. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. a it's always a, a tougher time being local yeah. as in like vicinity, not local as in like little dog or no shit. Yeah. But like local and vicinity, because people can see their money. Like, man, I just I bought all this shit and I see this nigga downtown. Like now I feel like yo, this nigga spending my, my money. money. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But you were spending the money on polo nigga, and you blah, bought, blah, blah. You bought a product. <laughs> you bought a product, yeah. not a piece of my life. Yeah. You yeah, bought a product. Real. But when you buy something from somebody that you can also also touch out and reach reach yeah. out and touch when that shit is presented right like yo i feel confident yeah about this product like yo they they they, they didn't uh guild and tee me no you know what i'm right. saying oh yeah <laughs> they didn't yeah. guild and tee me they they actually took care of me yeah you know we what went, i mean yeah we went all the way out we went all out um guild and tees the guild and tees man it, and it's just because people just re-rock they re-rocking them boys and they, and what's so funny is Gildan actually makes like high quality yeah, t-shirts, but the cheapest t-shirt you can get is also a Gildan. Mm-hmm. So when you see Gildan, it's like, yo, this shit cheap. Yeah. Like they really do actually have like higher quality like materials. And the shit, niggas don't but, pay for that for their yeah. for their clothing line. Yeah, yeah, oh, for real. There's some shit screen printed on the cheap ass. And that's YT. where it, that's where it fuck up the Gildan brand because yeah. it's like, damn, you putting all this weird. Like super low quality shit on the gilding, and all people looking at is the tag. Yep. So the tag is a part of branding. So when people keep looking at the tag, they're like, "Man, this shirt trash, gilding." Uh, yep. Oh, this trash, gilding. Uh, Pro tip. Yeah. Get your own tag. Get your own tag. That's what we did. Get we got your all own our tag. own tag. And guess what's so funny? <laughs> you gave them niggas a gilding tee without a gilding tag. They say that shit was great. <laughs> <laughs> but when they see the gilded, it's the perception. It's, trash. Yeah. it's just the perception. It's just a, yeah, and it's it's. I feel sorry for gilding because they ain't mean it. Yeah, I don't think gilded give a fuck. I don't think they. Yeah, that nigga still buying them t shirts. Yeah, even they the cheap still ones. out here. Gilding is like uh, I heard somebody say like, who you think got more money, Louis Vuitton or the nigga that own Hanes? Like they sitting in the same restaurant, my nigga. No, for sure. Yeah, ordering like, the same thing. Like yo, shit is six hundred dollars a pop. Ain't nobody missing shit, a meal. Twenty dollars no. a pop. Niggas is buying fruit of the looms. Niggas sure. is buying Hanes. You know sure. what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah, Hanes is it? Uh, so yeah, I need I need me. A, I'm gonna give me a white. What where can somebody buy? So you just whitebuffs whitebuffs.com. You know what I'm saying? So. It's crazy, right? This nigga pushing P, dog. It's like, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> we literally trademarked white buffs, by the way. No, that's so fucking Detroit, dog. Yeah. Like, how how surprised were you that that was available? Very. 
we were very surprised. We on a we on a call on a Zoom call with the with the uh, lawyer like that worked. <laughs> Run it, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. nobody did this. Run it, you know. So, All white Bubby. That's, the that, like, that's so, crazy that it was available though. Oh, very. Yeah. Like Detroit though. Like I get it. Y'all not from here. You know what I'm yeah. saying, listeners. But yeah. like it's it's it don't make sense. It don't got to. But uh-huh. like. Do you remember that video last year where, like, it might have been a year before, where Cash Dog gave Big Sean the oh, white yeah. buffs? Yeah, that was hard. That's that's like a Detroit. That's a Detroit proposal. Yeah, she, she might as well knighted the nigga. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. you, you, you know mean, what I'm saying? Good. I'm queen shit. Like, You're still good. Yeah, like it is what it is. I don't have no idea. Like, and the excitement in his voice when he saw him, like, oh, yeah. he he was a true quintessential Detroit nigga. Yeah. when he opened that shit up and yeah. seen them all white sticks. Yeah, and it was a like a special cut on the lenses. I I remember. Uh, it was like I don't know what the cut called, but they doing something new with the lenses. And it's and it's, spe- give me some buffs. it's a special <laughs> moment between two Detroiters, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> and you this, know this how means cult- so much to me, exactly. And, and to people out of town, you know how culture is. You you don't understand it until you in it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You just got to learn it. But yeah, that was you right. That was two <laughs> Detroiters hey, y'all, sharing y'all the moment. Y'all seen that meme with like Leonardo DiCaprio? It said like every time a nigga from Detroit see somebody with buffs on, mm-hmm. point like yo, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's really happy. Like really yo, what this nigga? I, I literally be like yo, what this nigga from? Though? Yeah, you know Ross. I hear Ross get his his jewelry and buffs and everything from up here. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, what's the uh, damn? I want DJ Khaled. He worked with DJ Khaled. Uh, Chris Smokes. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 probably. You know he yeah. pro- he like the facilitator of all cool shit from Detroit. Yeah. attached to other niggas. I heard that sound worse than what I mean it, but like he a cool niggas. I heard a dude. I saw a dude page that sell Cardis and he called himself a cardiologist. That was the hardest shit uh, I ever heard. <laughs> that was the hardest <laughs> shit. I'm like, what? Cardiologist? Y'all see that shit? For real, the Cardiology Institute. Oh shit! Damn. Listen, man. So I know you you working on an, another project right now. Yep, yep, uh, yep. That's coming soon. What's it called? Clico Vision. Okay. And tell me why you called it Clico Vision, man. Because uh, this past year, with the when everybody was up financially in in the clubs, they was popping a lot of Clico. Yeah. And a few people who know me know. You know, I was asking for that like years ago. Got a bottle next door. You know what I'm saying? I should have had it on the table. Actually. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Like store clerks, they ain't don't really know what it was that much. You know, they had to order it, stuff like that. So I just kind of, I took that and said, you know what? I'm going to look at that as like foresight. Like I knew what was good for the city before the city <laughs> knew what was good for the city. So I think that's what this project is. Okay. It's something the city need. Yeah. They, they just don't know they, they don't need know it they need it yet they gotta hear it first to know how bad they need it and i feel like i'm more like a um like a legacy catalog artist like you gonna look back at all my shit and say like damn he was really if i don't blow my catalog gonna go crazy at some point so that's my whole point i just want to man i heard uh i was watching the breakfast club today and um ryan davis the comedian uh, Instagram, well, started Instagram and create. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was saying, like, he was giving an example of something like that. He was like, yo, that Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, mm-hmm. that shit bombed when it came out. Mm. But you wouldn't think about that now. Right. Because you got great work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He mentioned one of these Halloween movies and shit. Yeah. One of these movies they play on Halloween all the time. That shit bombed when it came out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shit, you think about it. 
Soul Plane bombed. Yeah. Who ain't seen Soul Plane? Exactly. Every nigga. How many times BET shown Soul? Exactly. Without BET. Without BET. Yeah. Everybody seen Soul Plane. It only bombed because we all had the tapes. Exactly. You know Bullet. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like over It was here, gold in the hood. It was pure gold. <laughs> pure gold. Other than uh, Paper Soldiers, that's what launched uh, launch uh, Cav. Cav, yeah. Paper Soldiers fucking amazing. It's a yeah, funny it ass movie. <laughs> yeah, it is. Not the Dame Dash. Definitely. Uh, you know, his network is on TV, right? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Like, it's on YouTube TV. Oh, it's on wow. It's on the actual, you know, on every Samsung TV, you got that, um, whatever those free, like yeah. Dame Dash is on cable. Wow. Dame Dash Network. It ain't just like on you, like he has a whole entire. And he's got like, like a lot of content. Content. <laughs> That's right. incredible. Like, and for some reason, and people, Dame Dash has put out some decent movies. Like, oh yeah, The Other, Woodsman was good. People that judge that one. I gotta check that, that shit out. was good. People judge Dame Dash on music as if I still manage and put out music, so they figure I'm not out here working. Like I got a whole fucking television network. Yeah, YouTube TV has my shit. Mm-hmm. Comcast has. I have a network that's on 24 hours a day. Yeah. Like, come on, man. My son has cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Dame Dash, man. I think that's why he don't get to, like, that's why people don't know, because he not warm and fuzzy. But he got And when no. you are, like, abrasive, like, it'd be easier for people not to, to, not to fuck on, with you. Oh, Nick, he got a legacy catalog, because all that shit he said on that first Breakfast Club interview has come to fruition. And yeah. everybody has embraced the, I'm not working for somebody. I'm going to be my own boss. Yeah. All the black women that's run out here doing their fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Where you think that shit came from? That was before the pandemic, too. Like, this was years before. Like, yeah. no, nigga. You that, comfortable with your son knowing that you got a boss? For real. They I, didn't know they needed to hear that. That's what I'm saying what with my catalog. What has Charlemagne done since then? He stepped it up. He's sure. been the boss. Uh-huh. He has his own fucking network Cause, now. Because when you loud and abrasive, people also like don't want to hear that shit. Because yeah. the presentation is not... Niggas, niggas need a calm presentation. Yeah. And when you are like in their face like, no, you <laughs> fucking up. Yeah. But this is how you can fix it. Niggas don't want... They done tuned you out. And most people, though, that's again, later, they ain't never going to forget it. When you abrasive, when you loud like that's that. That's a fact. That it's, now it's... It's iron in their head. So now they like, damn. It's not, it's not, it's, it's not every day that a nigga is yelling at me and spitting facts. <laughs> yeah. So it sticks out in my yeah. mind. Yeah. Like, damn. You spitting know what I'm facts saying? and yelling. It's not every day that a nigga get on this podcast and say some conspiracy shit. So that shit, mm. it may stick with you. We, yeah. we talk about a lot of conspiracy shit, though. What I'm saying is that's why our podcast is different from anybody else's. That's why the fuck yeah. we've been around since fucking 2016, Man, which is why we about to be... On episode 300. Shout out to weeks. y'all on that, man. We sure. appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're a fucking staple here. Definitely. So. Definitely. Um, so, Nick, man, where can people find you, man? They wanna, if they want to listen to some music, they want to buy some. You say your merch? What do you say your merch? You got some merch? Really, White Buffs is my merch now. I don't yeah. even. I, I want that's a good look, though. Yeah. Like, this is my own separate luxury brand. Yeah. yeah. Like, I didn't want to, like, I'll be calling it the official uniform of Detroit. Mm. So I'm like, you know, this is, this will transcend generations. This that's will a fact. get dingy. You could kick this down to your son. He kick it to his, kick it to his, and it's not going to, yeah. you know, wear. It's going to wear, but it's going to look good. I, I like, I like that logic, the, the, the legacy. Yeah. Of of everything. 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's a clean, the, the clothing is just a clean look. Mm -hmm. Classic styles never go out. Never. Polo ever. will always be in style because it's a classic style. Yes, man. You can, you can, you can have a lot of fad shit. I haven't seen a lot of hoodies I wouldn't touch with a 10 foot pole. <laughs> right. And I wear a hoodie every single day. You know, yeah. tight ass pants, big ass shoes, yeah. niggas dressing like clowns. <laughs> but the classic shit. Never. Nigga, you can put, throw on a, a, a polo and some cargo pants and be good any day of the week. Yeah. My nigga, I wear I wear a hoodie and a pair of Jordan ones every day. The Jordan one is never going nowhere. Yeah, that's I want you niggas to stop wearing it. Yeah, so I can get it back. Especially when you've been doing it first, and then yeah. you see everybody running it to the ground before your eyes. Not running into the Push ground, and pee. but pushing pee. Man, <laughs> man. <laughs> this is, shout out to Curve. This is one nigga who keep uploading pictures of himself and, and Jordan ones. I'd be like, yo, yo, collection trash, my nigga. <laughs> but I'm never gonna. I'm never gonna. Up my collection on niggas like yeah. that because that's not I'm just I'm just not, not, not me. I mean, when you the first, when you doing it, when you been doing it, you really ain't got too much to prove. Like that, and that's go back to the whole pushing P thing. No disrespect to them guys, but like I disrespect them niggas. But at <laughs> Let the them same do that time, shit. yeah, that's them. Like you, when you when other people start saying it and like picking it up, it's like y'all got something to prove that y'all in, that y'all cool. Like every or, neighborhood, every everything got different slang. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm from Joy Road, right? Yeah. The actual Isaac Nine. Before like it was cool to be from Joy Road, we was from Joy Road. You know mm. what I'm saying? And like it's a word. I know who made the word scudded. Mm. Scudded is for like everything. You did some crazy, man, this nigga scudded. Mm. This motherfucker did some crazy ass shit. Like, yo, you see the police came in that bitch shot up? Nigga, that shit was scudded as hell. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. So when T Grizzly, who's from my neighborhood, say he pull up in the scuddy zone, he talking about scudded. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a, a, a slang terminology for a particular area. Yeah. If you not from over there, this not for you. Yeah, exactly. So if pushing P... <laughs> Ain't what you from? Right. Le let niggas have their own flavor. Come on, yeah. man. Say it like you mean it. You know Push what I'm saying? <laughs> if Detroit niggas rock buffs and rock Cardis yeah. and the the classic Woods is what I'm looking for. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If that's some shit, us like you know, let me have our, let us have our shit. Yeah. yeah. You ain't got to come borrowing our shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, we respect the not. Thanks for being on my dick, but like, damn. <laughs> In classic Detroit fashion. <laughs> you know yeah, no, nah, that's, I, I, I get it. Like, our area, we say, uh, skeech. You know, so like, we used to skeech into, skeech is just like, a slick, sly motherfucker. Like, mm -hmm. how did you, fuck did oh, you do that? Ass, yeah, maybe. yeah, like, you skeeched up. Damn, you skeeched up. Like, shit, like, all right. It's a fuck. It's something going on at the Fox. Nobody got a ticket. We skeeched in. How y'all? How the fuck y'all get it? We skeeched in. Facts. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like with these like black folks, we so creative. <laughs> yeah. Like we take every fucking word we use can be used so many different ways. Mm -hmm. Motherfucker, you know. Uh, um, it's a double on Andre. Bernie Mac here. Facts. Like <laughs> Bernie Mac used motherfucker in a bunch of different ways and mm -hmm. shit like. Like scudder could be good, bad, indifferent. Like mm, nigga, I'm scudder as hell. Nigga. I mean, like, I'm about to be scudder like a motherfucker yeah. drinking his goddamn. You can, uh, you can use you. one word to like literally describe a whole situation. That's a fact. for sure. Do you remember in the wire where they just kept using shit like over and over <laughs> in one scene, but it carried the whole scene because mm -hmm. between the body language, their what they were trying to communicate to each other, they didn't need to say shit else. Mm. Yeah. 
That's crazy. So you said the merch you can get at White Buffs. Yep, whitebuffs.com. The music. Everywhere. iTunes, Deezer, iHeartRadio, uh, Apple Music, Tidal. When can we uh, look forward to uh, ColecoVision? ColecoVision. So we don't have a set date, but I'm thinking February, maybe mid to late February because Got to do it for black history. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's only right to we give the people something that they don't know they need to hear. You, during, you know what I mean? But, yeah, we thinking because we just getting everything. You got some classic Cardi's on right now. My Appreciate name. that, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm you slightly know? jealous, to be perfectly you know honest. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate that, man. You know, I can't. I I need a I need some I need a classic pair. Though. You, you, you but know. you got some you got some crazy ones on right now though. You know, um, fair gamos, you know what I'm Double saying? Double gamos, yeah. Okay, that buckle look. Okay, yeah. yeah, I see it now. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I wear glasses. And you don't wear glasses? No, I can see. I wish I would have <laughs> never got. That's real. These I really never. I, I mean, I wore glasses before I ever needed glasses. Zero. I wore the glasses for ten years before mm. I needed. I wish I would have never got rid of all my old shit. Mm. Cause like I didn't know I was rocking glasses. That was a cultural statement. That was they just look cool back yeah. then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Man. I wish I had a black pair. You know what I'm saying? I had to uh, clearly to go in uh, the woods. But like I, I just I wish I wouldn't have been young and dumb. Yeah. Now you need to go through that though. Being young and dumb is essential. They like say you, that's where most of the lessons at. You need, nigga. I remember me and Jay been friends since high school, and we used to work together. And at the time when we first started working together, we was making a lot of money. Mm. Like young niggas, twenty, twenty one, making seventy, eighty grand a year. Oh shit! Working at Comcast, clowning, and and like we used, to, we always talk about like the amount of jeans we had in our closet. Ninety two pairs of jeans. It's, like, a, it's stupid. 90. Like not even in a good way. It's like it, pairs and at the time, how baggy were they? Like, how baggy were them jeans? When I when I think back about the dumb shit I did, because like <laughs> I was still living at home, with my parents, mm. I didn't have no bills. I'm just like that's a factor. Like I just had a whole like. Well, I remember one time my mom see my W two at the end, and she was like, <laughs> "Get out!" Like wait a minute, <laughs> Get out. Like, yo, you did this, yo, this nigga, yo, Jay, uh, like what the fuck is she going on? She had a conversation on? with your dad. He need to start paying rent. <laughs> <laughs> Left the house at like twenty two. Nigga, I moved uh, out at nineteen. It took me three checks. I made the first one. I was like, oh, this the type of money I'm making. I made the second one to confirm it. <laughs> like, oh, this for real. This what y'all gonna give me every two weeks? Third check. <laughs> I moved out. Damn. <laughs> I'm grown now. You say about a third check, you solidified it all. I'm grown. Good, man. man, a nice system set up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <sighs> like, uh, <laughs> man, I ain't nothing system. wrong with that. Hey, nigga, my first apartment was five fifteen a month. Ooh. I was out. I was in Southfield too. I thought I, I thought oh, I hit yeah. the jackpot. Yeah. Man, that was grown. I'm rich. Some nights I won't come home. They ain't care. You know what I'm saying? I was safe. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I come home every couple of days, sleep. Hey, what's going on? Da, da, yeah. da, be a, that like was just I, your I spot no to care, go lay down. I had no care in the world. My girlfriend had a problem. Mad as fuck that I, would, I didn't move in with her because my parents, my mom won't have that shit. Like, you ain't about to move in with no woman. Yeah. But things was different. Things were different then. Yeah. yeah. I used to love coming out to Southfield though. There's a lot of uh finished basements out here. <laughs> with pool tables, cable with all the cable with all the channels. Yeah, it was good. Um You, you got a who man's is this this week? Oh, who's man's is this? Yes. I do have a who man's is this. And it really Oh man. Like it's kinda like all of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I included in this? Well, not y'all, as in like y'all too. So 
earlier, uh, let me see if I can bring this up. Or just niggas. I mean, I just want y'all niggas to like get an idea of like what's really going on. So like Mitch McConnell said like uh it's been going around, Breakfast Club game dunking today, all this shit. Uh-huh. He was like, you know, black people vote oh, uh yeah. just as much as Regular Americans. Americans yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And everybody's all up in arms and shit like that. But like I just want y'all to know that the Dred Scott case proved that black people are not U.S. citizens. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, he tried to sue for his freedom. He was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Supreme Court said, nigga, you not a citizen. You mm. can't be. You black. You can't be a citizen. And until that's overturned officially. He's right, right. Despite what niggas feel in their emotions, the reason why you don't got this, the the, the voting right act, they, they don't never make it a law because you're not a fucking American citizen, my nigga. You're mm. not. Hard pill to swallow. That's deep. Google it. I don't know what you need to do. But it's and like I'm not making it up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be so enraged and be so mad that the white man don't like you. Fuck him. We knew what the narrative was anyway. Regardless, like, even if that clip never came out. But let me let me the, the bring some more content. Uh March sixth. 1857 in the Dred Scott versus Sanford, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that black people were not American citizens and cannot sue in courts of law. The court ruled against Dred Scott and enslaved a black man who tried to sue for his freedom. That has not been overturned. The Supreme Court said black people were not American citizens and could not sue in courts of law. Now, of course, we've been suing in courts of law, but until that shit is overturned, it's precedent. You're not. No matter what you think you are. Mm. You're not. So that's interesting for sure. That's a- Google it. I don't know. <laughs> uh you you sent the uh your music pick. I did week. not send my music pick of the week through only because traditionally when we have an artist. Oh, you were just sending me this. What did I send you? You sent me something by Marlon Kraft. Oh yeah, that's just something I just wanted you to listen. Oh, I didn't listen to it. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't my music pick. Oh no, I listened to. I wanted to. I wanted to wait and listen online. Yeah, no, 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 this this wasn't that. Since after Marlon Kraft, whoever Marlon Kraft is, he a dope rapper. Somebody just put me up on. But whenever we have an artist in the building, yourself, we give this is our opportunity. What song do you want to share with the people so they can start to get familiar with you and your catalog? We're going to throw it on the show, throw it in our show notes so people can go support, mm-hmm. buy the music. Yes. Buy the music. Yes. Singles are 99 cents on Apple. Just yeah. just buy it. Yeah. I would say uh, On My Way for sure. Okay. We had On My Way on a couple months ago <laughs> when it first debuted. but yeah, We had your cousin on here a couple of times too. You know what I'm saying? Real. Nelson, Nelson is our Nelson guy. Gay, that's that's our guy. Shout out to Nelson Sanders, Dandy Detroit. For sure. Snatch. She gon' bust it down on the face chat. Pussy sweet, no, no, no latex. Bitch, you looking for a boss out of Apex, yeah. Shorty always dripping, she be a fresh. Shorty always ready for the JPEGs. She ain't got no time for no fake friends. Mexico sun, fuck a spray tan. Woke up in the AM off a of mighty jug today. 1942, feeling mighty good today. Sliding Eddie V's for some ocean food today. Fucking up a bag, this on me and you today. When I pull up on you, pull up on you, pull up on you, pull up on you, on my way. All right, y'all can't get the whole thing, man. Go go stream that shit, go buy that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yes. On my way. 
uh, Nick Varsity, man. We I saw you with- talking in another interview talking about like you you cool with performing or hearing that song anywhere you go. I am like just the, just the energy. Of it. I am, man. It's something about seeing kids, man. Seeing the kids light up to it. You know what I'm saying? Like my homies just send me video, like the song will come on on their playlist, and they send me videos like are they kids running around like on my way. Oh no, you know what I'm saying? Women dancing to it. Like we didn't try it out in the club. Shout out to Jay Neely. He uh my manager or whatnot, but also nightlife mogul. Um I know y'all be y'all been running around for quite some time. Yeah, man. We've been running around, man, just trying to, you know, he he makes sure I'm in the right rooms. Like I always told him, like, just make sure I'm in the room. You ain't gotta do nothing extra, just if I'm in the right room, I'll be able to maneuver on and figure it out. You know what I'm saying? But uh, he play it. He'll get it played at the club, and I'll just see people natural reaction. Like, damn, okay, I like it. Like, I didn't been faded before, and it came on, and I'm singing it. Like, damn, yeah, I do like this. But it was a reference record, so it wasn't even for you. Yeah, the hook. Well, it was for me, but it was for like a later time. It was like, okay, I just want to do this, get this out the way, and then I come back and clean it up. But I messed around and put it on Instagram one day. And people just start DMing me like, "Yo, what's this? When is this coming out?" And I'm like, "The hook not done enough." And you'd be surprised what people what what you think is good and what other people think is great. And that's all yeah. the need is just the connection yeah. for it to take off. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have people tell me like, "Man, we need to repack. I, we gonna repackage it and drop it again." Just because, just because people in the city heard it, it's a whole world out here that haven't heard it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's they one said, single. Uh, Nelly pushed like hot air for like four years, nigga. And niggas, well, no, was it Country Grammar? Probably oh, Country Grammar. Yeah. Like yeah. for like. he was already long, Nelly when hot yeah, came. It was Country Grammar for like a long time and niggas wasn't fucking with it. And then when they, when they did, nigga, the whole world fuck with it. I would say that would be my single that I am going to push. Like that's the single I'm going to keep the pedal on because of the way it translates. From adult women to kids that's just running around the house saying it, you know what I'm saying? So that's definitely one of them. But we got some more. I'm gonna I'm have to send y'all something. Please do. I'm gonna have to send y'all. <laughs> I mean, Please do. Listen, <laughs> man. I don't want to oversell, man. But yo, know, we connected in a, in, a, in a bunch of different circles. You know, we in some important rooms every now and again too. Um, I, I wouldn't. Hey, I believe it yeah, for sure. We connect with a lot of different people, and a lot of people come in and out of here. Um, and have different conversations, then um, we don't do a music podcast, yeah. right? Um, yeah. So, like, every week ain't, like, a music artist. We only bring artists on that we li- we, we we fuck with or we we, we legitimately, like, want to hear from. For sure. um, and we think that will mesh well with our audience yeah. because our audience don't listen every week to hear a rapper. Right. You know what I'm saying? They right. want to hear what's going on, but, like, we, we love hip-hop. Yeah. So, by default, we... We're not a hip hop podcast, yeah. but the interest of me and Dame is hip hop. So we invite people on. Um, man, like I said, it's got to be somebody we believe in. A couple, you know, because people reach out and it's like, I mean, yeah. I, I get that you buzzing or doing what you do, but like, if it don't make sense, we, yeah, it's not authentic. I get it. I yeah. get it. Because uh, music was videos like, and shot up up in here. You know real? what I'm saying? A uh, uh, couple album release parties been up in here. You know what I'm saying? We got to, we be out here trying to do 
what we can do for for the good guys. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like sure. we be working for the good guys. For you sure. Know what I'm saying? So But yeah, man, when you get that music done, come come send us some. Come yeah. back through. For sure. It ain't even gotta always be about the music. Just come through and kick it with us. The no, I definitely over. do that. Like shout out to JUS, you know what I'm saying? He dropped a uh, a video for the song he did with Alchemist, man. He hit me up <sighs> one day, like at two o'clock, like, yo, yo, me and Alchemist shot a video at Disney World. That's nuts. There's never been a video, a rap video shot at Disney World. Well, how the fuck that happened? He was like, Harrison Ford. Uh, he said he's cool. Alchemist cool with Harrison Ford. And Harrison Ford made this shit happen. Long story short, he's like, yo, they told me I need to send them such and such and such and such. I need to spot. Like, come up to the studio, my nigga. I'll be there in 15 minutes. Yeah. Came up here, shot the shit for the video. Uh, his cameraman didn't have the right shit so i i didn't shoot it <laughs> but you helped but you helped i out. i didn't shoot it but I, I i it was my camera and then i set the camera up and i did everything except hit the record button. <laughs> okay so you was a dp you was the <laughs> yeah, director you know of photography okay you know what i mean but like yo we just trying to work out uh and help out the good guys you know what i'm saying for sure and not like yo now you like whenever I can help out the good guys, I'm trying to help out the good guys. You know what I'm saying? That's real. But definitely, definitely come back through. We want to hear the music. Uh, is it time for the benediction? It is, man. All right. So this is the part where I go first because I feel like well, no, we uh, we uh, we let our guests go. Ah, uh, yeah. So give out my bag, Nick. Give out all your your socials where people can find you. Follow up with you. for sure, man. Listen, you can follow me at. Nick Varsity, that's N-I-C-K-V-A-R-C-I-T-Y. That's on Instagram and Twitter. You can shop White Buffs clothing at White Buffs Detroit. Uh, Whitebuffs.com, my bad. That's White Buffs Detroit at Whitebuffs.com. That's it. All right, it's your man Dame, three underscores, three one three on the Twitter, on IG, at me, talk to me. I talk back. Look, I'm just going to keep it short and sweet. When you see the blue and the black, you know where the fuck you at. It's Shop Talk Podcast, shoptalkpod.com. Book some time. Uh, yo, shout out to y'all, man. Tune in for 298 uh, episodes in a row. No days off. Uh, we got a pretty interesting guest next week. And then after that, we got episode 300. You know what's so crazy? Today, I had the idea to shoot a mini documentary for our 300th episode so i'm gonna do that shit i've been in the real creative space you know what i'm saying uh shout out to curve uh shout out to trinidad ant shout out to motor city open we got some shit working tomorrow i just want to shoot and film everything i can film right now i'm in a real creative space so i've just been reaching out to people to to, to get shit popping Shout out to D. Ricks, uh, Kid and Alicia's son. It's coming soon. I had a real creative idea of how we can push that marketing. And, whoo, yo, y'all niggas in for a treat, man. Y'all in for a treat with the project. Y'all in for a treat with the presentation of it. Like, my nigga, I'm in a real creative space. So y'all just, just if you know me, uh, tap in with me. You feel me? Um, shout out to Nick Varsity, man. I appreciate you, man, for coming through. Uh, sure. We don't reach out to a whole bunch of people, man. We reached out. You oblige. Uh, we fuck with the music. We fuck with the grind. And um, it's not even cliche, but the door is always open, man. Appreciate it. Even back. if it's, you ain't got to be on a promo, you just want to come kick it. Yeah. The door is always open, man. For sure. I definitely want to do that. For sure. Um, 
And more importantly, man, when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. You feel me? Shop Talk Podcast Studio, book some time. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jay and Dane. Hell yeah. Peace. Yeah, that was dope.